Oh, girl, a regular read of the latest LGBT plus track. Wait, where the hell are we? Not a stew? Glenn? Who are these other retrobates? Oh, well, uh, I know where we are. Let's try again. Oh, nerds, a regular read of... Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> Help me out, Sammy. Oh, hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm your other host, Paul, and we are infiltrated. I can't get my words out today now. Uh, infiltrated. <laughs> infiltrated, yes. Not by stories <laughs> as Graham would normally tell us. But yes, uh, <laughs> by the Girl Global podcast. So yes, we have got some very special guests on tonight. And as you've noticed, we don't have Graham or Cyanoids, no. We've got the Velvet Snatch. So welcome there, Velvet Snatch. Welcome. And he's brought his two, uh, his friends from the Go uh, the Girl Global podcast as well. Oh, no, so no, no. We're not friends. We're not right. friends. We're just right. you know. Um... So that's a nice <laughs> introduction as well. <laughs> well. What's below associate? Where where are we with this stew? Oh. Uh, grinder hookup. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're <laughs> hookups. We're just you know. So yeah, so, so you've got your grinder partners in in crime here tonight. So that's what we're that's the level we're, we're stooping to today. So yes, we we can only oh, be yeah. this nasty to each other because we're very good friends <laughs> and we've been doing the girl podcast for a, a long time. So so yes, so why don't you introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about yourselves, guys. So who wants to go first? Ooh. The pressure's on. Oh, the silence. <laughs> <laughs> me is it because i'm in the, in the middle at the yeah. bottom yes um this so the first I'm time you've been bottom isn't it Stu? it's been a while it's been a while <laughs> unlike uh unlike yourself uh but that's uh oh these aren't secrets it's public knowledge <laughs> you just need to look on and find out prove it <laughs> that's not gonna be an only fans version tonight guys <laughs> Oh no! Well, I, I was gonna say we'll keep it PG, but that's oh, a lie. We never keep it PG. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've swore first. This mm -hmm. never happens on ours. Oh mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm Stu. I I'm the one who pretty much um sort of set up Girl Global initially, but uh, mm -hmm. can't do that alone. Uh, need a bit of uh, friends to help out. So I've got the lovely Velvet and Glenn by my side. Mm -hmm. Um, big big drag fan as you might guess um mm -hmm. from me being on this podcast um <laughs> i like to think of a little bit of a drag encyclopedia mm -hmm. but i've never done drag and i could not do the splits i don't have any singing talent and i'm not that funny so we're not going to get so a death I drop just... to the other no we're not you're basically candy muse then no. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the library is open already is it? i've got more i've Except got more who doesn't love you <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's very true Oh, yes. my, my box is a bit off. Oh, that sounds like something uh, with velvet. How is my box off? That's fine. I don't think Goodwill realises what an insult that is to a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> Being oh. told your box is off. We'll put, we'll put book Goodwill back in the box in a minute there, so don't worry. But yes. <laughs> so so you, you started um, the Girl Global podcast. So whenabouts did you start it then? Oh, quite some time ago. I think we're talking about four years ago now. Um, season one is actually it was... it's not there anymore. Gone. What are you talking about? Pandemic. Season one was yeah. the last one when I when I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Glenn, 
Glenn wasn't with us originally, so he uh, he doesn't believe that season one existed when it did exist. So, I'm um, doing the Michelle Mich- uh, Michelle passage of uh, season season three, the real season one. Oh yeah, so we're getting rid of Santino already, Obi. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Santino's more like Velvet because he's bald, so... Yes. <laughs> hey, to be fair, we haven't even... You know, I, we're not going into it yet, but Santino is my favourite judge that's ever been on it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of says something for later seasons, considering he didn't make it to season four? He was in three, wasn't he? He was in... He was in till, he was in till six? Wow. Yeah, yeah he was, he was <laughs> in a while. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he was, he was in the Sharon episodes, yes. He was so. definitely in six. Yes. Mm. So yes, so that was Stu. So Glenn, so tell us a little bit about yourself there. Um, I am here against my will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I joined the pod. I joined Girl about a year or two ago now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just through, like, I'm a member of the Newcastle Ravens, which is an LGBT rugby club. Oh, and then I did an episode about lgbt sports with velvet because Stu was ill that day mm-hmm. then i came back spontaneously for the woody cook episode mm-hmm. and then i just got kept and yeah now stockholm syndrome's in and <laughs> i continue to do podcasty drag stuff ah, uh, this is this is the thing because we we had you on the woody cook episode and we're like oh they survived that they're a fighter we mm-hmm. need this guy <laughs> that was a long episode. That was like, that was exactly. And I got it, though, three whole words in. <laughs> wow. that was it. I think the recording was like three or four hours or something nuts. And then mm. when we like edited it, we're like, Glenn got two sentences in, in that whole episode. I, didn't even, I literally didn't even get that though. That was the thing. Bless. Glenn. Oh, it's similar, like say when we started this podcast, um, like I didn't want to do it. I had no like all I wanted to do was like do, like talk about films and write about films and like communicate through like like online but um the podcast never appealed to us it was never something I wanted to do and when Sammy start, like forces into it cuz let's be honest I, Sammy's technical 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 no I can't get the words out now she's very challenged when it comes to computers that's the best way I can put it <laughs> um challenged <laughs> so she couldn't do it so she, I was basically right, right I'll I'll put it together and see how it works. And then, yeah, it, it come very, very addictive very, very quickly uh, to the point now we do three different shows running weekly now. And Graham wanted to come on earlier for a Star Trek episode, I remember. But then I, I don't think he actually joined us till the community mm-hmm. episode, was it? Yeah. I think it was, yeah, because it's, what is it? There was something where basically, like, you invited me for the community episode, and then I was like, oh, I'd love to be, if you ever talk about Star Trek, I'd love to do that. And I think you were like, oh, we've already done that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, well, if we ever do another one, can I please come on that? And then and then we have to make our own bloody show to get another one. So, yes. yeah, there we go. <laughs> but that's that's so, how much we love him. So. <laughs> to, to be fair, though... Um... When we done the community episode as well, Graham be- quickly become a fan favorite. Massive. To where basically the chat actually was saying they weren't going to watch anymore until Graham come back on. So yeah, uh, thanks <laughs> Graham. For us. <laughs> the opposite of ours actually. People keep now. saying get rid of him. Tell <laughs> them <laughs> the fuck off. But yes, um, but yes. Um, so Sammy, do you want to do the disclaimer? I know we've had a little bit of a discussion about it already, but like I say, we'll get the disclaimer out the way. And then oh, we can get before into the, the disclaimer, fuck the Tories. Mm-hmm. There right. we go. 
<laughs> you could have said that at the end. You could have saved that one for the end. But everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the comment comment section where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Very well said. Hey. And just to <laughs> just ask as well, because this is probably the first episode I can ever ask this question as well. So Glenn, because with you being a rugby player, so what position did you play? Because I used to play rugby as well. Oh my God. So <laughs> I used to do, I used to be a flanker. Um, mm when i did union and then last september actually moved into touch all right and now i just i vary where i play on touch to be honest but it's yeah it's good fun <laughs> um so yeah i like i said flanker when i was union and then now i just do touch and just go wherever really cool i'll probably, I'll get, I'll, I'll probably leave myself open for jokes if i used to be the hooker so I used to be in the middle of the scrum there, but yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> I was the I was the hooker, but that was like after the game, and I didn't charge. <laughs> Very well played there. So yes, um, that's probably the only sport talk we'll ever have on the video podcast. <laughs> and funny enough, being on the road ball episode as well, so that's always a good uh, like lead in there. But yes, so we are here to talk about, um, like I said, the. The runaway success that has become RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, the little show that could, um, let's from season one where they used the Vaseline filter to season fifteen on the main show, 15. and we've just had was it season is it season three or four of All Stars have just finished? It's season eight of All Stars. All Stars, Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah. Are you joking there? No, no, but I. Yeah, well, it also for UK. For UK. Yes. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with it. I'm and, in the room. And I'll ask the controversial question to start with. Um, like I say, I love the show, but with all the different inter- interpretations and different versions of the show we are getting now, are we getting a little bit dragged out with the drag race? Is it becoming the Marvel Universe syndrome where we're getting too much too suit all the time? I don't know if you guys feel like that, or you're just enjoying. Well, oh, there's not as there's not as much Marvel as there is uh, drag race. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> when I think of drag race, I tend to think of that um, one of the Doctor Who episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. Was who was the one before Tennant? Chris uh, Eggleston. Yeah. yeah. No, the one where they've got that big spaceship thing with all the big brothers on one floor and all the. Uh, weaker slinks on one floor and stuff like that yes i just tend to think of that is like (laughs) that will be uh drag race in a few years in one big building and all the seasons are happening all at once (laughs) and it's all you can ever watch just on rotation (laughs) just going round and round yes (laughs) when you think about it there's at least two seasons at every point of the year running out running And that's my point as well. You don't get to miss it because when you used to, like when the season used to finish, you used to get a little bit of time saying, oh, I'm looking forward to Drag Race coming back now. I'm looking, oh, who's going to be on? And now it's like, yeah. oh, Drag Race is finished. Also is finished. Oh, Australian one's finished. I'll be honest, the Down Under one is terrible. I watched it last night. Fuck me. Sorry. Uh, I, I know it's not a dissing, but wow. <laughs> I've never Which returned. one did you watch? Um, I think it's season three. They've just started. Oh no, no! Do not watch season three, episode one. Mm. That is, <laughs> like, oh, I, I never went back to Down Under. 
since season one. Mm. And that's why I was convinced that RuPaul wasn't even in the room. <laughs> and they insist he <laughs> is to this queens. year. And I'm like, he was definitely not there. <laughs> we were laughing because me and my wife watched it religiously. And um, they'd done the, like, made, made their own songs, lip synced to the own songs that they, that, they, that they did. And there was these performers who just looked terrified in this in like in the in the light um uh, not even getting the words right and i thought rupaul's gonna read them like fuck here like like if this was the american one he would be dragging them in a room turn them out saying step your pussy up this was basically oh you've done well you looked a bit scared and i was like <laughs> we're there this this this, <laughs> this doesn't feel right and even michelle facade was just like yes he's, he's, um and i was just like fuck no Sorry. <laughs> I like the idea that RuPaul wasn't even in the room. Yes. He was just literally <laughs> like, okay, this is roughly what they were wearing. And he's like, okay, I can roll with this. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, season, like... season one of Down Under, like at least the first first half of it, mm-hmm. you'll not see RuPaul in the same clip as any of the drag queens. Yes. Oh, conspiracy. Even, even when he like goes and does like the whole workroom walk, mm-hmm. he is not he's never like videoed next to them as such, or it looks a little bit disjointed. Was that the one that was filmed during COVID or before around COVID yeah. time as well, though? Yeah, because it wasn't yeah, just it impossible was. to get into <laughs> Australia. Though, so they so. green screened him. You can only <laughs> just get into. You can only just get into Australia, so he's probably not there. But to the green screened RuPaul. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, though RuPaul's got to make that money. He, he's he's not he's no fool. He's all about the money, doesn't oh. he? has made the money and more. <laughs> Yeah. Not strangely enough, from Down Under, that's the thing. Like you can, you can tell that he doesn't care about that season. Like first and foremost, half a season he definitely wasn't there. It is AI or green screening. <laughs> let's be honest, he wasn't there. But that's kind of what you see on season three, episode one. It's like oh, I'm going to be nice to these people because the world's already going to be bad enough to them after the season. <laughs> so let's just be kind to them while we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it was bad. I, 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 my, my biggest recommendation for Drag Race is not to bother watching that episode. No, I've not watched them. I, I dropped off a long time ago. I've watched the UK ones. I actually have the uh, World of Wonder app. Um, so I can go and jump in at any time I want to, but I just choose not to. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. You have the World of Wonder app, and yet you don't yes. watch Drag Race. What else is there on it? <laughs> oh, there, there, is some, there, there is some interesting and fascinating documentaries on there, Graham. <laughs> oh, okay. There's not really. It's just a lot of Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if, if you've got spare time, mm-hmm. there is the Miss Vanjie 24 hours of love season. It's the biggest oh. trash TV ever, and I just think it's brilliant. Wow! <laughs> so but yeah, it's Miss Vanjie having a date and show for oh, twenty four no. hours in a villa, and every hour <laughs> she has to get rid of one of the guys, and then they have like a mum come in and stuff like that to help interview and decide who to get rid of. Is this like oh, the, the flavour flavour? Oh, no. uh, rock the blood that did years ago. Wow. Oh. <laughs> It's and so then, like, bad. So at bad. one point, one of them gets really drunk and then goes for a nap. And she's like, nobody can go to sleep yet. And then she finds out he, he went for a nap. So she kicks him out the house. <laughs> oh, but dear. it's just it's just so trashy. It's brilliant. Mm. Like, I love, a, I love a rubbish reality show. And that just ticked yeah. all my boxes. We it was know. binge-worthy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. When it comes to trashy, like, let's be honest, this show was brought up on, like, trash TV. Like, um... I think the first time I actually started watching it was around about season five or six. Which one was the Sharon Needle season? Was that season four? four. four. Sorry, a bit earlier. 
Um, I just caught because I think it was when it was starting on Netflix, and my wife was watching it, and it was one of them things. We walk in the room, go, "What the fuck are you watching?" And she's like, "Oh, it's it's like Amer- she described it as an American top model with uh, drag queens." And I thought that sounds awful. Just American top model was not the thing. But then, as you like sitting in the room because you like see so you're trying to be social and trying not not run away from your wife. Um. And so she's watching you like half paying attention, but then you realise how bitchy and how horrible they were to each other in the early seasons as well. And I was like, this is actually quite entertaining. And <laughs> but then like you get the different tasks and like the amount of work and effort that goes in, it kind of gravi- like brings you in. And when mm-hmm. you see snatch games as well, snatch games can be some of the funniest shit you've ever seen. Or it can be, be some, some of the, the fucking worst. worst. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so that was my like, kind of like introduction into Drag Race. Then I went back and watched, like, say, if, I went, oh, I'll go back and watch it from season one. I did not oh. know what the fuck I was watching in season one compared to what I was in season four. And going that to season filler. Four. <laughs> uh, ignore the filler. I absolutely love season one. You have Nina Flowers in there, mm. for fuck's sake. You've got Tammy Brown. You've got Angina. That Viva Glam campaign that they did had me in fucking tears. I think season one has some of the strongest players in it, but I didn't start watching until season three. My sister's been watching this ever since it was on Channel 4, mm-hmm. back at like two o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> and she was constantly at us, you've got to watch it. So eventually season three came around and I was like, that's it, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hooked. Went back, watched one and two, cried my eyes out. It, was, it, it became mm-hmm. a therapy for us mm-hmm. because I was if I was having a really shitty day I just looked at all the pretty colours and all the makeup and I was like oh it's we're on okay. season one <laughs> season you can't one. see any colours in season one I'm sorry <laughs> but it's not as bad as what you mean it's terrible filter but sorry but Nina Flowers just lights a room up that's oh, fair that's beautiful fair. I don't think My they had the format one. in place when it come to season one though because it was just a bit all over the place. You didn't know what was coming on or going on from week to week, and how they crowned the winner. You just didn't know. Like, like if you watch it, like if you watch it first, it's fine. It makes sense. But if you watch like from season two, three, four, and go back to one, like the format just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I I kind of feel that like season four was when it found its footing. Like season four was when it became a phenomenon and it basically just went, hey, keep this the same. And they did that for like six or seven seasons and it was like must have TV. In seasons like season three was brilliant, but seasons one and two were a bit like Mm -hmm. they're not, you know, like you say, they haven't quite found the format yet, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, but they're still nice to watch. I was struggling because I really wanted to rewatch season one just to get like a focus oh, on it, and you just can't. Like, no, I think you need to subscribe to World of Wonder to watch that one. Yeah, right? yeah. I just have a I dodgy, dodgy fire stick. It's really it's hard to find there. links. It no, it's really hard to find See? links for it these days. Mm-hmm. When I first watched uh, Drag Race, it was season six, and I actually got given it on a hot like where my friend <gasps> copied it onto my hard drive. <laughs> oh my god! And then. I watched season six, and he was like, "Okay, I'll give you the, I'll give you the rest," and then gave us the rest. And I was like, "What's not my laptop?" So it's like a gateway drug. It's like this is what we're going to tease you with. If you like it, we'll give you more type thing. But then the dealer gets you the next USB, stick and they're just like, "You want this?" And then after, that, I was just like, "How does this U torrent work again?" <laughs> How do I not get my computer to have uh. But with them, but with season one, you had one of the best. Um, eliminations is it when chanel 
Is it Chanel? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. When she eliminated herself. That was amazing. When the and wig was, came off and she was ah! like that. Nah, it, she jumped and it came. It was like a Medusa. I can still picture it today. Medusa style. Um, this headpiece and she jumped and it comes. Oh, that honestly, that was TV. So what about you, Stu? What was your gateway to the drag? So my gateway was, it wasn't initially drag race. It was sort of going out on the sort of gay scene when I was younger, like discovering who I was and then mm -hmm. finding out that people dress up in drag um because i was a very sheltered uh, little queer kid so i like i live in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. there was none of that mm -hmm. um like there's jokes about being the only gay in the village but that's how it felt mm -hmm. um and then i won tickets to go and see alaska thunderfuck right didn't oh, have wow. a clue who it was mm -hmm. so i googled it and was like oh what is this what is what is drag race um mm -hmm. so i actually started on season eight so i was a bit of a late bloomer oh, right. um I didn't watch season eight first because mm -hmm. I asked people who liked it what I should do first. Mm -hmm. And everyone said, start with three mm -hmm. and then go to four. And if you like three and four, go back. Mm -hmm. I was like, right, okay. So I watched three and three is that in-between point of gritty mm -hmm. and starting to get a budget. Yeah. So it's like, and, and it's the first time they crowned a good winner. So yes, it is. Know, it's, <laughs> Thank yeah. You. So I was like, all right, I can I can deal with this. Um, so I watched three, then I watched four. Mm -hmm. and I was like, all right, yeah, I like this. Watched one, I was like, I can tell why people said to watch those first. Mm -hmm. Um, because good season, yes, but mm -hmm. if that's your first experience of it, you're probably not gonna mm -hmm. watch the other seventy nine seasons. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, but I, I found another it, so. Three's one chat, of my favourites. In, 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 in the chat, mine, David yeah. Hope's saying, eliminating themselves, Graham did that in Among Us. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I've done it in real drag competitions as well, if we remember Vampire's Tits. <laughs> oh dear. I kicked myself out of the competition uh, and then they brought me back. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Oh, were you a, a, a reveal? Like, like what was. Um, can't yeah, that was Sandra, just keep on returning. Um, <laughs> Oh, yes. The fat box. <laughs> oh god, that's like said talk about a bad penny that just wouldn't go away. But um oh, <laughs> at the start she shouldn't have been anywhere near the like, She should have like later on I... she got better. I think it was all stars when she actually was robbed and when, uh, she actually shot. Oh she was absolutely oh, yeah. robbed in that season, hundred percent, but I still loved her. I, I think the thing is I love Shangela. And I think the problem is that she's never, she's always been eliminated when there are far worse people there. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. I don't think she's ever gone at the time she should have gone. Mm -hmm. But whether she's a winner mm -hmm. in her like original series or even the one after, I'm not quite sure. But mm -hmm. it's the fact of going, no, no, there were other options. You know? <laughs> yeah. That Willem, like, oh. the, the need to bring Willem back. Oh. Bring Willem back, please. Bring I don't, Willem think, they, I, I don't, back I don't think they can, though, with. with... Like say how he's came about afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't they think was... he would. <laughs> I mean, I can't, no, I can't remember articles if I actually... and oh, there was an article in a uh, Gear Times where they just said, "All I'm going to tell you is I've never been asked back." Right. And, <laughs> and that's I... it. Like the, the the people keep asking if they're coming back, and like they never asked me. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. I, I think who was who was I speaking to? I can't remember if it was actually Willem himself, but it's like I was speaking to someone about this, and they were like. They will never have Willem back. Like RuPaul <laughs> will never ask Willem back because it's such a Willem's too dangerous. Great TV, but yeah. wow, that's such a fuck you to the show. The way <laughs> massively. Have you ever heard Alaska and Willem's podcast? No, 
Oh, it is Briefly. so fucking good. So fucking good. That <laughs> race chases. Yeah, I really... Yeah. I, the, the ones I've listened to, it's really good. I just... I could listen to Alaska, even in that voice that he kind of, like, draws on. I can still I, listen to that voice. <laughs> Sammy, I can't do it. I'm not a particular fan of Alaska. Mm-hmm. And the voice is just... Oh, my God. It's like, it's like when your dad is typing... Like on the computer with one finger, and he just like go over and type it for Alaska Thunderfuck is the reason why Mm -hmm. the playback speed option was added on YouTube, just so that she can get through a sentence (laughs) before a fucking advert. I think with Alaska as well. I think with me, she let herself down near the end of this. Was it All Stars or was it when she threw a massive hissy fit and starts saying, "I'll give you, uh, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you don't vote us out." It's like, oh, play the fucking game. You've been playing the game for long. Just because you've had one bad round, don't fucking start mm. like throwing you. That that that's what I think pissed me off with Alaska, uh, uh, like the last time I saw her. But uh... the thing is, though, she she fucking owned it at the reunion part. Like she really owned that part, like mm. that bit that she did. So I kind of like had a bit of respect for the fact that she was like. Yeah, fucking did it. Mm-hmm. I'll do it again, yeah. kind of thing. I guess what I would that. as well. Like it <laughs> exactly. Worked. She didn't. So she didn't get eliminated. No, that's what I have that. <laughs> but she'll probably have appeared. But um, when it comes to that, you was Rob. <laughs> when we come to this, uh, like I said, I was sure as well. We like to do top five. So sorry to throw you under the bus. I'm not doing it yet. So I'll give you some time to think. But we'll, I will I was ask. Say that's for... pretty early. We yeah. would normally do that towards the yeah, end. But I will ask you for your yeah, top, you... top five. Uh... You might need to be specific though, because drag mm. drag queens, as in US ones, UK ones, international ones, stick you to can't the, the, the just most... do top five. Let's <laughs> stick to the top five US drag queens. Original and, shows. And also, also, Ooh. are we just talking about their time on Drag Race? Because obviously, with the Girl Global podcast, we've spoken and interviewed a lot of them. We've oh. been to DragCon. We've met them. So are we talking about just how they appeared on the show yes. or are we meaning in general? No, yeah. just how they appeared on the show. Right. Because the then you could then you yeah. are breaking into categories that are going too far and too <laughs> <Yeah>. beyond. <laughs> so many of them were it's a whole when they universe. appeared on the show. When when they appeared on the show, we hate well, like not hated them, but we were like, Oh, they're crap. And then meeting them in person or seeing them in perform in person, and you're mm-hmm. like, You are way better than television gave you, you know, like show yeah. you. Yeah. It's, so it's, who... it's always the problem with the editing though as well, though. That's always the thing. And and they do always <laughs> claim that throughout the show because they like to go on Twitter now after the episode saying this <laughs> wasn't how horror. it this Very isn't how so. it this how it what not play out. Oh, Fifi was who, who, we, who are we speaking to, Stu, where they literally or Glenn where they were like, oh, I got a good edit. I really wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I think it was um, Pixie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was yeah. Pixie, yeah. Yeah, it was Pixie. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, I expected them to make me look like shit. <laughs> not that I don't not listen to your podcast, but who has been your favourite mm-hmm. drag queen that you've had on? Like, favourite, like, ultimate, like, oh, my God, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Who, sorry? Ooh. Betty from season fourteen. All oh, right, oh, is she... her and Copper Top. I, I remember. Oh, I remember Graham telling us about Copper Top. He, he said he had a lot of fun with her. Well, Copper Top is not like I. So I think we're really lucky with our podcast where we haven't had. We I don't think we've had a guest where we've just gone. Oh, that was awful. Uh, there had some of yeah. them where we're like, that was a struggle, but then mm. you enjoyed it. Yeah. But we like with the queens and stuff, we've never had one where we're like, oh god, they're awful. Oh, they're so boring, you know. And mm. it's a bit weird. Uh... <laughs> oh, 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 wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
a drag race one, mm-hmm. but a drag race adjacent one, Jasmine Rice. Mm-hmm. Don't really care if she watches or listens to this. She probably won't. Mm-hmm. That was the worst podcast episode we've ever recorded. She was so fucking dumb. Right. Like, oh. every question <laughs> had a really boring answer. And I was like, yeah. I was really excited because she's got a good reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously she's, if you if you know a lot about like drag mm-hmm. race adjacent queens, very big, very well known. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes, cool. What a great guest to have. Mm-hmm. I could have just ended the, the podcast after half an hour and be like, no, nah, fuck it. I don't care. We'll just scrap it. Like, oh, I the worst thing about that episode, Stu, which makes me very glad that our format is just audio. We don't do what we what you do here, mm-hmm. where like literally we were just like, oh, so you know, tell us a bit more about Candy Muse because you know them as a like a personal friend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you know, they, they what what was it they said? They were just like, oh, Candy is exactly how you see her on screen. There's absolutely nothing, no pretension whatsoever. Exactly how you see her is how she is in real life. And we mm-hmm. were like. Oh well, we were kind of hoping that wasn't the case, but uh, ooh. you know, like, <laughs> it was just so awkward. I think we've been quite lucky it as well, though, with ours. Like, say, most of the times, like, say, every type of conversation, we can either lead it or we've had great personalities on. It's never really felt like a struggle, touchwood mm-hmm. yet. There's only been one episode we had a because we always try and do it live. We had to take it down for reasons, and and funny enough, it was a Christmas episode. So. <laughs> It was the day before oh, Christmas Eve, yes, and yes. everything went <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but yes. So regarding, like, we've say, never taken one down. Yes. Um. So regarding, like, say, the shows and stuff. Now, as you said, it, it's fifteen seasons of it have gone. So, what has been your favorite seasons? So, like, a standout season because it's going to be hard to get like a favorite season out of them all. What are your standouts? So Willem's exit in three. Right. Yeah. Four. <laughs> Season four. No, it's four, yeah. yeah. All of six. No, no, no. All of yeah. six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of six. Just I actually six. really like seven. Sorry to throw that one in there. I know it doesn't get a lot of love, but I love Viola Chachki. I love uh, Kasha Davis. Uh, kind of got a thing for Ginger Minge. So, mm. yeah, I actually like seven. I don't think it's as bad as what people make out. Ginger and Pearl saved that season for me. Mm. Pearl, man. Oh, Pearl and Miss Fame's lip sync is one of my favourites. When they managed to flip each other at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. I thought that was absolutely phenomenal. Um, four, and, four, five, six, Pearl's, seven. Pearl's standoff with Rue as well. <laughs> have, have I got something on is my something face? On my face? On my face? <laughs> to have the balls to do that, though, as well. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that has to take... like. I know there's pressure in the show and there's like thing, but you stand in front of like uh, like RuPaul and just given the attitude and just basically that sass. I bet I think Paul, RuPaul must have respected her a little bit more after that as well. No, she did not. Um, no. I've listened to Pearl on Hey Queen and no, no, not at all. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, Pearl still got to the top of that season though. Oh God, I'll never know. Utica cause... season. That that was really good. Oh, season! What was Utica season? Eleven or season... twelve? No, it was. It was thirteen. Well, it was the same season as Candy, unfortunately. Oh, and that's yeah. where I kind of lost off. I was getting to the point where it was like, it's the if you, mm-hmm. I, I can they're, they're starting to change little bits at the beginning, but then eventually it was just formulating back into the same thing, and I was like, I am a bit done here. I, Let's call it nah, a day. It was, the need to bring like, back. 
I think it was the point where you could start seeing the the, the strings. You mm. could start being yeah. like, oh, this isn't as genuine as, you know, where basically the the producers basically stepped in and said, let's create drama rather than mm. just letting it happen. And like, yeah. I mean, because Candy Muse is top four in that one, aren't they? Mm. They come second. Well, you know, yeah. but they get to the top four, but just because of Rue letting them. Like, it's yeah. like all the other things, it's like, oh, it's a top three. And then they're like, no, we're going to put an extra person through. And guess who it is? It's Candy Mead. And you're like, what the? Like, I have never seen any. This is literally like someone getting a gold medal for winning a race, but they're sat in a wheelchair and someone was pushing them. Like, it just feels like that in every single thing they're in. And I'm sitting there being like, this does not help. Like, it, you know, me engaged in this because I know that it doesn't matter who does well, you know, like, yeah, it, it takes a know. little bit of the competition side of things. But um, as you said, because it's like, normally you can tell what the what things that piss off certain judges and what will upset them and how they react. And as you said, Candy Muse has just been on the latest season of All Stars and Michelle Visage is notorious for going off at if you were in a leotard every week and if, if I'm, I might be wrong in this, but I'll, I'll like say I'll be like say I think probably out of all the episodes, there was probably one episode that she didn't do the runway in a in and it wasn't a fucking leotard, and she never got red once. There was no fucking words said about it, and I was like, was, I mean, I I'm sorry, okay, but in her original season, that alien look, okay, oh, that alien look, that. That's what that's the drag equivalent of when a horse breaks its leg and you need to take it out back and shoot it. Like that's how I felt about it. And I was just sitting there being like, oh, and, and she got to the top four, did she? Right? Okay, well, cards out the window. <laughs> I'm so mean about this. I'm genuinely so mean, but as someone who genuinely loves drag, mm -hmm. seeing yeah. other people go home mm -hmm. and letting just someone you like for an undiscernible reason get through like yeah. it's crazy so which is why i'm so glad that jimbo has won season eight because like Fuck spoilers yes. <laughs> like two weeks ago fucking hell that's, that's like a year in yeah. the gay time but, <laughs> but it's like i think the worst thing about candy grinding, though but candy actually got eliminated on her original season then rue called her back it's like no just let her go <laughs> let her go let her die let her die it's like so it's like uh, season one of uh, Down Under when Art Simone got eliminated and then three episodes later, I'm bringing her back just, yeah. just because. Just, <laughs> and then didn't do any better than she did the first episode either. Mm. Like, can we just did say not that win? she was not good in that season I, at all? I think Candy's the only person to be brought win. back mid-season or late on season and actually do well. Mm. Well, no, that didn't not go out, do well. Didn't go out the same get help to the yeah. final. Yeah. But, uh, it is just nuts, like you know, because obviously we had like um J uh, Joe Black in like a UK mm -hmm. season oh. two, was it? Two, two. it was with yeah. the. It didn't do where they just came season. back and immediately it just was, failed. Yes. <laughs> You're yeah. like, okay, never mind. That was so sad. I was so ex like so expecting a lot from Joe, and I was I was so so sad. But I love that fucking season so much. Oh, Sam, was that the, the drama it? in that? Yeah. The season. drama llama. Oh. oh my god. Um, the fact that what was it? Um. Tea oh, and coffee name? and um, the horrors like yeah. little rivalry horror. going yes. on. I was just like, <laughs> and, and a, hor a horror with um, 
Oh, sister, some sister. Sister, sister. Sister, sister. That's it, thank you. You already had it. It's just like... <laughs> I, I couldn't quite... <laughs> I wasn't quite sure. I was just making sure. Um, and their kind of little rivalry were clearly wearing the same costume as each other. But, yeah. oh my God, that series gave us taste. And wow, I am oh. so fucking happy for that. I love her. She's incredible. Oh, I she's... mean, the UK one hits different, right? Mm. Yeah, massively. I think the UK you... one got the format perfect, if you look at it, because it's the one where they integrated um, like the backstage, the untucked into it as well. Yeah, and yeah, you I, got to see yeah. all of that. And I think on the BBC, other than like saying no prize money and like the, the blue Peter badge. Shit, which... <laughs> what, what a shit for them. They're going to a competition just to be, and you'll get your own YouTube show. You can't technically do that yourselves, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, you can just do that. <laughs> you can just do it. How did you feel when you heard that UK was getting their own drag race? Because I know a few queens who were not particularly pleased. And I say a few, I mean questions probably how long it would last mm. compared mm. to America, because America's so big. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you can probably you can keep rolling out the seasons while the UK is a lot smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with the fan base as well, it's quite hard to keep it as secretive as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And again, like when you compare like America, that's so big, you can mm-hmm. keep it a bit more of a secret while mm-hmm. UK it is a lot harder. No, so yeah. I don't know. I did have, I had, I had mixed opinions, but I was glad they've done it, and I think it is going well. Mm-hmm. And I think the more they're doing the verse the world thing, I think is quite good as well for helping them smaller countries, yeah. and also yeah. like getting people like Pangina, who I would never have oh. watched. Yes. Would so see good. her mm-hmm. in the UK so was like brilliant. Her, her breakdown was unbelievable. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> like see so that, that that happened and like blue hygiene, like looking like she just murdered someone was just one of the f- funniest things I've ever seen. But uh... <laughs> that, that <laughs> season, I, I, iconic. Though. I was really there for season mm. one. I was really glad that when we were getting a UK season because obviously, like the amount of amazing queens that we have in the UK yeah. and the fact that drag culture is so so good here and it's Mm. very different to america and so what i was looking forward to it to with it was basically seeing rue's reaction like rue and michelle's reactions to like uk drag Mm because it's not the pretty pretty pageant stuff that they have in america where if you're talented or you can sing or you can like you know do comedy that's an extra you know yeah and in the UK, like literally just seeing people come out with these insane outfits. I mean, Tia Coffee is a pterodactyl. That is just <laughs> massively yes, kiss. But and you can just see so that Rue is just like, what what the fuck is going on? You know, I, love, like... I love the fact that he doesn't he doesn't question it. If no. you think about yeah. it though, from a UK standpoint, we have been whatever age that you are, however whatever age you're watching this, we've all been brought up on drag in some way or another yeah. within pop culture. It's always been the case. Now a drag is going to be completely different to how the Americans would see it. Mm-hmm. With the you know the American show being based loosely on Pageants the documentary and... Paris is burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well that's where the, the whole thing comes from is is that um thing. But we we weren't so to bring that kind of like to have our queens but without that Mm-hmm. context there i think it were i think we could doing it really really well i was incredibly upset when they dissed joe black's 
Brighton outfit. I thought, have you ever oh. fucking seen inside of that hall before? It looked exactly... I'm getting so angry. It looked exactly the that's fucking the problem, same. though, it... when you've got American judges who don't know the culture or don't know yeah. what's going but on. But you had Liz Hurley yeah. sitting right there. I know, but when, when has Liz Hurley been in the UK? Last time oh, she was she in the UK, been... she was getting done off Hugh Grant, so she, it's, it's been a while. She been there. She should know. Yeah. I was so upset. Yeah. One thing I, I will... about the colour, though, it was still great. Like, even yeah. if it was, yes, oh, it's not the exact shit. Who gives a shit? It's the Who drag version. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I think like, it's, it's drag race. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Black, but they were really done dirty yeah. in that scene. Massively. Like, like the whole thing of where, you know, like, no more H&M, and you're like, you literally just told them to kind of change up their act and mm-hmm. they're literally changing up their act and then you're going to read them for it and you're just like okay well i mean i think it's also the the fact of where they're expecting people to just pay a lot of money they're mm-hmm. expecting yeah. people to just pay a lot of money to be there mm-hmm. and then they offer no prize money yeah. and mm-hmm. it feels a bit like i think you can survive h&m room no. <laughs> like you know but but just, somebody, no, I somebody won in an asos jacket like yeah. the season yeah. before it's like I think the double standards is always going to be there. But um, what always surprised me, because with this being in the Northeast and knowing like the drag drag scene in the Northeast, when they do announce all the different people that's going to be on, and I I know, like I say, I can't get her name right. Theresa. Theresa. She was the only, I think she's the only one that's been from Newcastle, and she's not even from Newcastle, she's from Spain. Um, they're one of the best ones we've got, though. Not true, but oh, like say, Cherry Valentine, she was from Darlington. Oh, uh, Darlington, but that's not a real mm. place. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> one thing. They, need, uh, they do need to vary the cast a bit more because you end up with like half of them being London queens, yeah, which is quite annoying, especially when you've got like really good talent in the northeast, especially mm. in Newcastle. We've got some of the best queens. And Velvet, um, in <laughs> Scotland as well. Like, I'm sure there's loads of talent in Scotland, yet we've only had Lawrence Cheney, and it's like, um, oh, fuck Ellie Diamond's um, dress. Diamond, uh, yeah. Oh, yes, Ellie, yeah, <laughs> literally the same, the same season. season. <laughs> season. Yeah. This, this really annoys me though, for that exact reason, because we have so many talented people elsewhere in the country, but it's once again London being like, we're the main bit of the UK, and it's yeah. like, you are. Mm-hmm not even a tenth of the UK. And like, you know, that idea of like having London and just having a season where you have like four queens from Essex in and you're mm. like, really, really? Mm. When And then no one from the Northeast. It's no. just, yeah, it winds me up. Yeah, that, 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 I oh, think no, that's what I did bother imagine. us as well. So that leads to the question then. So has the Velvet Snatch sent a videotape in? God, no. <laughs> 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 no, I never, ever want to be on Drag Race. I think it's, uh, yeah, I'm... I don't know. I don't like it as a format, I think, right. for drag. Because I think it's the idea of you know, like what I say to people when they ask what my opinion of drag race is, is that I love the earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. This feels like an old man talking about his favorite band. I love <laughs> the earlier stuff, but then they went all electro and I had to move away from vinyl. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh, it feels very much like like it doesn't matter if you're a comedy queen. It doesn't matter whether you're a dancer. It doesn't matter if you're an actor. Mm-hmm. You still have to look amazingly pretty and spend a lot of money and have a lot of money mm-hmm. in order to get there mm-hmm. for yeah. the chance to do your thing. Mm-hmm. Like, right, you know, so it's like, hey, you're a comedy queen. Well, hope you look amazing for six weeks and get to the get to the roast or get to the snatch game. 
and it just feels very much like that. Like I know that if I went on Drag Race, I would be aiming to go home week one because that's all you need to do. You just need to appear in Drag Race, put it on your CV, and probably leave calling like Rua cunt. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't go down in history <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, just do that. Describe just me. <laughs> no, I love there's, that. I there's, love room, that. there's rumors about charity case, isn't there? And what what charity there? Oh so, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Hey, Ginny Lemon. That was, that was a bit controversial. We all know the Ginny Lemon story. Yes. And the no. Ginny Lemon. Yeah. Oh, I don't the, know the Ginny Lemon one. I don't know the Ginny yeah. Lemon one. I know the charity case the one. Season? Oh, it's, 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 can we talk about the Ginny Lemon one? We're all friends here. <laughs> Nobody's watching. <laughs> it's friends. not being recorded. It's fine. Just ignore the chat. It's not live on YouTube at all. There's no Ginny uh, Lemon story it, whatsoever. If you ever get a chance to meet Ginny, ask Ginny herself and she will tell you exactly what happened. But mm -hmm. um, the charity case one, for those who don't know, um, obviously Charity had some of the best looks that season. It's not an argument. It's not an opinion. Mm. Charity had some of the best looks that season. But because they weren't atypical, you know, fashion-y, like the more girly kind of stuff that Rue's like, oh my God, yes, I've seen this a thousand times. Do mm. it again. Um, got red filth. Oh, <laughs> I believe um, the rumor, although I'm sure it's been confirmed, is is that Charity said, I don't need this shit. I've already done the cover of Vogue. <laughs> and then Rue popped yes. back to the stage. It was like, what was that? Mm -hmm. um, and then the week after, she got eliminated. Wow. So, Yeah. Fuck yes. Because I do think with the... I don't think so much as the starting point, but definitely now it feels like you... you you can't technically be yourself on this program. No, you have to be a higher all. standard of what you were and i don't think that's authentic drag i don't think so much as the uk one but especially the american one it's so heightened that it's it's actually unrealistic mm. especially Wait. if you're expecting mm. to go and see them i really miss the episodes where they used to send them out in public yeah like, oh, oh yeah. my god <laughs> yes with raven and they used to do the the car wash and the um yeah. oh my and the god the t-shirt yes. competition yes. getting and... stuff out of bins and like the zombie together, the zombie thing yeah. oh yeah that was that was such a good opener like yes but now because the try well the try to keep it so secretive mm -hmm. like it's just ruined it yeah and i think that's part of the issue it's like they, yeah they need to go back to that like as soon as they start filming they need to be honest about the cast and then basically go cool as long as you don't say who wins or when you get voted out or whatever mm -hmm. then you know like just stay off social media for like what is it like eight weeks or whatever you know something like that uh but it is it's it, it's lost a lot because it it tries to keep things together. and it's also the fact of it's basically pay to win because mm -hmm. the idea oh, yeah, is yeah. you need to look amazing mm -hmm. and we're getting a lot of people in the american respect and especially like just going oh okay just here's loads of money make like mm -hmm. me like 10 outfits and then rue's like oh it's so amazing it's so uh mm -hmm. creative and it's like they didn't design that no. they yeah, just put it on they yeah. just put it on and walk around a runway and yeah but because the challenges don't mean that much you know mm -hmm. it's like it's it, yeah, it has become a, a lot. All more you need predictive. to do is get Ruta like you. Yeah, that's the thing. I think <laughs> like a big ability factor is always a big thing, but it has become a lot more predictable. As as Graham touched on before, is basically, you know, as I said, there's going to be a bit where he saves two people. There's going to be a, no. There's going to be he sends two people home. There's potentially a point where they're going to bring one person back. Um, and now with like the changes to the rules to certain things, like um, like with All Stars, the All Star rule just 
pisses me off so much now. <laughs> like rather than lip sync for your life, you lip sync for the lipstick to send someone home. It's just fuck off. Because the best person I doesn't fucking always... love that man. The best, <laughs> the, best, the best person doesn't always win in them situations. Because uh, like that season when Shangela was on, and again I love Trixie to bits, but no way should she have won that season. No, you are right. You and, are right in that and respect. It's, and no. it's played around to get the people who Rue knows is going to make her the most money. And that that's the thing. Yeah. And there is the mm. odd case when you watch the season, you see someone unusual or someone different. You think this person is either going to go really far or win it. Like Evie Oddly was one of the standouts because she was a complete. Well, she wasn't a bitch. She was just very honest and people couldn't take the honesty. But mm. you saw mm. that she was heading. A drag wasn't head and shoulders above everyone else. Just she was so different and unusual that she had money signs all over her. Um, same as you said with Sharon Needles, like say some of Sharon Needles' looks through that season, let's be honest, were absolutely oh, terrible. It were. And she didn't get read as much as anything but her. Oh, best... I loved them. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that was my chic though. That's like it's like gothic spooky. I am living for it. I actually saw Sharon Needles um a couple of years after her win in Newcastle. Um, that was an experience. Mm-hmm. That was a very. I've seen her in Sunderland, and good God, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's well, something... how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> wow. Let's just say well... it was a Christmas snow, and she had a lot of snow. Oh, oh dear. Wow. Well, that's that's it. We were so we were in Newcastle, and I'm outside. I think yeah, I smoked at the time. And I was having a cigarette outside, mm-hmm. and we were talking to one of the organizers' boyfriends, and he was at you saying. Oh yeah, Sharon's staying with us. And I was like, oh my God, how is like Sharon behind the scenes? And he went, You don't want to know. <laughs> and I was like, oh my not? And he was like, massive. Like when it, when they arrived, mm-hmm. lovely. So mm-hmm. lovely. So welcome. So warming. And then they were like, oh, let's go to a club. Went to a club. And then Sharon arrived. Mm-hmm. And Sharon didn't leave. Mm-hmm. And he said it was unbearable. So he says, I can't wait for them to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such, a, such an experience that's the one of the biggest drag queens i've seen my mm. sister's been and seen so many but i just not not for me i think my wife saw a bag of chips in the in sunland bingo hall so that that shows the level amazing yeah. that's a <laughs> <Yeah>. spot <laughs> um it, it is crazy though like but i i will say though i'll agree with what you were saying earlier paul about the all-stars like the way you win on that i think it's annoying because it's too tactical mm-hmm. because like the whole thing is I found because they basically they adopted it for a drag competition in Newcastle called Vampers Tits that mm-hmm. like Baron LeVay does that we've had on the mm-hmm. uh, Trek so. podcast. And the problem is that you just go, hey, so if I deliberately don't win, mm-hmm. I don't have to send somebody home. Mm-hmm. And as we saw with Jimbo, yeah. that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You just don't piss anyone off because you just make sure that you don't win. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, and you just go, oh, and it's far it's far crapper TV mm-hmm. than people desperately fighting to stay in the competition. Yeah. Like being in the yeah. bottom. It's the desperation you love, though. The desperation in the eyes when you see it, yeah. you think, yes, that's and that's what kind of loses it with All Stars for me, I think. It, it's that desperate need and um but my my favorite all-stars was that platinum plunger like (laughs) that was just brilliant like was that the best one no that was the seventh one it was the all winners season and that like that casting was brilliant Mm -hmm. but also just that platinum plunger but Mm -hmm. i'd I'd like to see an all-stars where they kind of do like eurovision rules 
Right. It's like points. first place, good. 12 points, second mm. place, like, you know, like, and then as obviously as the weeks progress, the points will get less. Fuck it, we'll pitch but... this bastard. That's money, that. Oh, I love <laughs> that great. idea. Yeah. I tell you what, though, one of my favorite seasons out of all was All Stars season two with oh, yeah. um, Detox Alaska. Alaska um, Talks Reunion. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Roxy when Roxy came awful. out and said, I've changed. I'm not going to be a bitch. And then she oh, was a cunt to everyone was... for no. the whole se- season. No, so, yeah. Roxy wasn't. Oh, she it was. was. Go back and it watch it. She was horrible. <laughs> oh, I don't think she was. I thought Phoebe well, was the worst. Tra- she stuck to her word. She didn't come back and be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she was... um, it had Katia on there as well. With no, one yeah. of the no, best. There's a queen robbed. that has been robbed and everything that she does. She is the standout. Mm-hmm. For mm. me, like I love Katia. She is one of my all-time favorites. I love Katia. Uh, season Alaska season four all stars where uh, Manila was on. Mm-hmm. That was heartbreaking. That, that. yeah, that, that's <laughs> when it was like right. Let's get rid of this stupid rule. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. like you had Ben was. Oh no, it was there. Uh, Bendler was season three, wasn't she? Yeah, it's when she uh, yeah. Self- yeah. sacrificed herself. Yeah. No, oh, season Christ. four R. when R. Manila was robbed, mm-hmm. I was just like, not on. Yeah. After season three, her. I loved the edit Shangela gave of herself doing the whole Game of Thrones thing throughout. No. <laughs> just turn that VT. They call me the Tadaris of drag. <laughs> the challenge in the second one where they did the movies and you got to see what whatever happened to baby JJ. I've mm. never laughed so God. much in my fucking life. That is so it's so accurate on Alaska's side. It was terrifying. Oh. It was so good. Just a quick question as well, because with the changes that's happened to the like the standard show as well, like the like well to say the standard show, like the main show. How do you feel about the final now? How they have to limp sync for the crown type thing? Because it for me, like it always feels a bit fake. Because you know who Rue's always going to pick. Because um, the one where Rika and uh, Aquaria faced off, Aquaria got blown off the stage by Rika, so she put both them through. So it was a triple threat. But it now yeah. it's become not because since S- Sasha, it's come not what you can do uh, or not your lip sync it's what what gimmick you can get on or what like reveal and stuff so it's become oh, yeah. less of a, uh, a lip sync to like say the full-on performance now. oh god that is just awful i tell you what though um trinity trinity the took was robbed okay. From Peppermint. Oh. I'm sorry, I understand that the whole reveal thing that Peppermint did was fucking unreal, but if you watch Trinity throughout that whole lip sync, that girl is fucking working. Mm-hmm. Like, there yeah. is some absolute amazing moves in there, but it is totally overshadowed by the fact that Peppermint throws her wig off her face. <laughs> you see, it proper clocks her in the face. <laughs> Well, like I, see, I, I, would, I would have been more mad, but then it got them to bring Trinity back for another two further seasons, and true, that to me true, is true. worth her not winning that lip sync. Because yeah. like she was good on that season, mm-hmm. she's fucking um, better on the two All Star yes. seasons. Oh, like, yeah. Her incredible, her snatch games incredible. with um with oh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh yes, Kim, he, me, and also always... her and Gia Gunn arguing <laughs> over that. Oh my god, yes, 
Either Everyone it, versus Gia Gunn. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's the me and Anthem will always quote each other. Going Malibu, baby. <laughs> I, I I think though in the final it should be the audience that decides the winner. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I think it's this idea where whoever gets like top three food to the top that should literally be phone votes. That should be mm-hmm. you know the the people there because I don't know. There's just there's too much favoritism, mm-hmm. and like you're saying, it leads to people just doing gimmicks on the night, whereas the audience is going to vote based upon what they've seen over the whole thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Certainly. By the time you get to the final, you know who Rue's picked. Mm-hmm. Well, that, by, right. by the first the episode, idea. you know who Rue's picked. You can see it in their eyes. <laughs> That's it. I mean, what? What? Who was it in the UK that we had? Where it was just from episode one, they decided Lawrence they were Cheney the winner. Lawrence from yeah. the first Lawrence episode. Cheney. No, no, Lawrence Cheney. Yeah. Well, the second yeah. season, you could see it from the first episode. He clocks Lawrence. That's it. Mm-hmm. Love at first sight. Lawrence yeah. is going to win, but well, the I same as after, the... actually all of the seasons maybe because yeah. season three is the same. Yeah, you can see it straight two, away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all becoming it's becoming a game now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did drop a tear though when Vivian came out in that final episode. I'm not going to lie, that dress was <laughs> dress unreal. To be fair though, the Vi- let's be honest though, with season one, the the Vivian was the only polished drag queen in the lineup really. When you look back at all the queens that did perform. Like, fair enough, Bag of Chips had a personality, but Vivian... Davina de Campo was... I think Davina de Campo would have been Mm. a better winner. I've heard... My my sister would probably agree with that one. And Davina Davina is is one one of the the nicest people ever. Yeah. 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 They are are literally one of the best queens. Like, you see queens, okay? Like, people who have been on Drag Race, they've been on UK, UK Drag Race, and they can't perform for five minutes properly without mm-hmm. someone getting bored because maybe they're pageant queen or something. Davina, literally, you can just wind her up and put her on a stage for an hour and she will just keep going. Like she is so professional. She she was so talented. Yeah, it, it's it's actually a crime thinking mm-hmm. back that Davina didn't win, you know. But just Davina being on that series with the Vivian, like yeah. just separate them. Like give Davina because I, I agree. I really I, it took us a while to get there, but when I did, I fell really hard. Um, I just thought I do... it was hilarious that the Vivian had won a talent contest a few months before, where Michelle Visage was uh, the uh, the judge for that as well. Judge. So yeah. it, it's like that kind of bullshit kind of call, get called yeah. out again. But oh, speaking of, my sister is in the chat now. <laughs> speaking Summon of her, bullshit, and she sister. will arrive. But um. Has there been any winners that's totally surprised that you didn't expect? Like totally, you thought that that they weren't going to win. Yeah, Crystal Versace. Crystal, yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, Crystal didn't shock me though. Mm-hmm. It's not a shock because if you watched the season, you knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's shocking that she won. Yeah, but it wasn't oh, yeah. a shock. Mm-hmm. There's two things you look for with Rue. If Rue says your name in a funny way, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed to get far. Or if mm-hmm. he says the words "born to do drag," mm-hmm. doesn't matter how shit you are, you're gonna get far in the season. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Georges. Did Georges ever do good in a challenge? No, but mm-hmm. Georges was top six. Mm-hmm. For what reason, I don't know because I don't have anything against her. But Georges <laughs> literally gave up. She said, "Now nah, fuck it, I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore." And mm-hmm. she still got through. And it's like, are you, are you for real? <laughs> and that was that was what happened with Crystal. Mm-hmm. Week one, what did she come out in? It was a green morph suit. With some sheen delivered plastic ivy wrapped oh. around it, and she won the mm. challenge. And then she apparently beat Victoria in the lip sync, 
Which no, she fucking didn't. No. Yeah. You know she's <laughs> gonna win. Like it's too much of a giveaway. Yeah. Easy yeah. and was never put in the bottom despite doing terrible in at least mm-hmm. four of the challenges. I I kind of feel like with plenty of them actually. I think there's loads of winners I don't agree with. Like who the who won season two again? Tyra Sanchez. Tyra. Yeah. What the hell was that? And then oh, like, no. even um... even Raja actually even out of the amazing queens oh. we had. I don't know. Ooh. Did Raja deserve? Oh, to I think if, I yes. think if we watch season three, Raja, Raja was heading absolutely slayed everyone. Like, like as soon as she learned how to do comedy and show personality, he wasn't going to get touched in that season. To be fair, see, I was always going to be Team Raja. I remember Raja and on America's Next Top Model as the makeup artist. So I was like, oh my god, it's so mm-hmm. um. So yes, I was Team Raja all the way. But there's some of the um the outfits that Raja mm-hmm. came out with was incredible was absolutely amazing i think the only big surprise and again not because she wasn't the most talented and she has proven to be one of the best queens that that has been on the show but on that season she got red from like for everything that she did was jinx i didn't think they would win it she'll win because i didn't think they wanted that type of queen as the winner but i, I think I... That the thing is with jinx is jinx is so incredibly good mm-hmm. that even fixing the game won't help mm-hmm. because yeah. Give her anything, she will excel at it. Mm-hmm. She is insane. Except like... for sewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, except for sewing, but then, <laughs> but but then was... half of them can't sew now. Yeah, but it was when she did, the, oh. when did that All Stars of the Champions episode, and when mm. you knew she was on it, um, and she proved <laughs> that nobody could touch her for anything that no. that she did. Like said that, and but the only thing I did find was hilarious because they made a big thing about in her season that she was not epic. Funny enough, that was never mentioned again again after that show. Never mentioned again. (laughs) Nope. I did. It is one of my favourite Snatch games, and I will go back. Mm -hmm. And uh, that this one and uh, Juju B's Eartha Kit have me in fucking stitches. A sensible (laughs) seventy-four. Hello, oh no, Jinx, Jinx, and Jinx all is, winners. Um, the Judy Garland, and it's yeah, when they reference. It's when they, when they when they reference season five. Yes, and the reference. And Dave, you're not to blame. <laughs> that has been a long boiling joke. Yes. That has been oh, stirring yeah. for a long like, time. How long Everyone got it though. It, on that. It hit, hit, hit so hard because it's been what. Like nine, ten years since that episode yeah. aired, and everyone is like, "Yep, no, we're here. We remember it. It's... That was the nostalgia we needed." It was when Michelle re- like recognized it. She was like, mm-hmm. "What? Oh my god!" <laughs> I think rare. I killed Judy Garland. It's rare <laughs> someone <laughs> catches Michelle off, and that did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a moment. But, that really was a moment. And the grabbing of the mic wire, yeah. lifting it up. I was just like, that is so Judy. But other than Jinx, like which other Snatch games stand out for you? Like, as, like I, I, would, I would say, well, like obviously I'm biased, but the thing is the Judy Garland mm-hmm. uh, Jinx, I think that might be the best. That might be my favourite one of all time. But before then, it was Sasha Velour as Marlene Dietrich. Like, right. Oh my that god, was yes. The most perfect like comedy where like the tone and the way she conveyed stuff and the way the jokes landed that was just absolutely fantastic it was amazing and the look as well like talk about striking and stunning and getting marlene just to the to the to the right on it and i love that one i I still i I think i just i love comedy where people reference 
the fact that the actor is dead. Like yes. the fact that the person yeah. that they're impersonating is dead. And we got it in the Jinx one. We got it in the, the uh, Marlene Dietrich one. It's, yeah, it just makes it funnier when they're, fu they're playing a character who is aware that they're dead. It's, yeah, sorry. I do love I that. Think... I... Thatcher and Trump. Yes. Yeah. Oh one. my god, uh, they were that was amazing. That was amazing. And also got Mick as uh Paris Hilton Paris. was just yes. I like clever comedy and she was just clever with it, especially with the whole she did the whole serious acting and then that oh oh my god, wow. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> they, they they did it so well. They they personified the character so well. It was like that was because that's the thing, it's a great impression and for a character like that, that's a difficult character. I just mm. hate it when they get them where they're like, oh, I'm going to be Beyonce. And Rue's like, what does Beyonce do? Like, yeah, we've had a couple of Beyonce's, haven't yeah, we? We've had this, um, none of them has fit, none of them has done anything good or go well. Yeah, I'm trying the, to think the best who's Beyonce done was was not Snatch Game. It was when um, Trinity did it for that. Yeah, yeah. Show, yes. that worked. Mm. Um, if we're talking about Snatch Game, though, Gigi Good as Maria the Robot. Right. The yes. musical comedy of when she tries to pick up those cards. Out, that was it. Done. Out. <laughs> absolutely crying with joy. That was brilliant for me. And Bianca Del Rio has forever got one of the best Snatch Games. With oh, oh, no. I'm sorry. I've just remembered my favourite. Adore Delano. No, as... Um... Oh Amy. my god, yes. One <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, but uh, the original, original, original winner of Snatch Games, and it is still pretty funny to this day, was why can't I Tatiana. think of this queen's name? Tatiana, that's it with Britney Spears. And that was, I thought that was genius, especially for sort of format we've not yet seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. But there have been some some utter stinkers. Oh, oh, the, 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 oh yeah. The second someone's like, "Oh, I'm doing a YouTuber," or oh, oh, "I'm doing a TikTok," <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Get in the bin." It's like, why Just... do? It's like, it, again, they're not famous. Let's uh, let's not pretend. Uh, like, say they've got any like. What we're not famous? No, we've got no talent. <laughs> oh. We should never oh, be doing no. snatch games. No. We, it's getting harder though, because we've had this on the Girl Podcast, where a lot of the references that we'd make and a lot of the celebrities that we would joke about and stuff mm -hmm. younger people nowadays just don't know them and you're like mm. oh yeah. like we did like a game and we had like the cast of the traitors which is a reality tv show <laughs> and like we were talking about disney movies and they're like oh who's the villain uh who uh what was it it was like who is the villain to sleeping beauty and they were like oh it's um it's the stepmother and it's like no it's maleficent it's like no and then it turns out that they've only seen the Angelina oh. Jolie. They've never and seen they've never the seen the original Sleeping Beauty, and we're like, "Oh, that that kind of doesn't work." Oh, right, okay. And all Jeez, these celebrities, where they don't know who Marlene Dietrich is, they don't know who Judy Garland is, they just know YouTubers, and yeah. it's like, "Oh, okay." It's a bit um, Jinx had that with um, Grey Gardens mm. in their in their yeah. first Snatch Games, and I was fucking living. I like, I love Grey. <laughs> and I can't oh, think of any of them off the top of my head. Um, but I absolutely oh, I love that. Well, I think it's with Jinx. It was when she kept going to the can, wasn't it? With yeah. The, with and the label. And, she's like, and she was using the microphone, and like, uh, not the microphone, the, the, the thingy. The, the thingy it was the look as well. And I hated the fact that everyone in the in the workroom give a shit for it. Yeah. 
Mm. Like they're like probably like, well, we don't know. Or what's a what's a what's an ED? Yeah, and it's like, oh, fuck you, lady. Yeah, that was the thing. What's a little ED? We're going fuck you and go and find out. Fucking Google. Lady's the winner, is what it is, bitch. (laughs) Exactly. That's how we work through that game. Um, but Sam's sister did ask a, a quite a good question in the chat mm. as well. She was asking, "What's your favorite uh, lip sync battle that you've seen or lip sync performance?" <gasps> and don't say the Velvet Snatch because that's not going to win. <laughs> pure love, it never does. <laughs> One uh, pure love with Stu. Well, need your help, Parity. Mm-hmm. What's who was it again? Um, that that is uh, Denali and Mora Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I have, was... I have so many. I've All Star Season Two. Um, what do you call the? Oh my God, Tatiana and no, Tatiana and um, Alyssa Edwards. Mm-hmm. One of the best lip syncs ever. Um, Manila and Delta Work mm-hmm. when they did the Donna Summer song. Holy shit! Cried my eyes out. I thought it was brilliant. Um, and that's the only two I can think. Jinxes mm-hmm. with Detox. Still to so this good. day, mm-hmm. fucking love it. So stupid, so stupid, so brilliant. And the fact that Jinx gets a chance Sugar to mock spice. detox, <laughs> spice. But uh, Jinx gets oh a chance God, to mock. <laughs> I only know them from TikTok, and then found out that they were coming on, and I couldn't bear to watch them. No. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> the fact that they ended up syncing it in together and doing a routine together, and Rue was just like. Neither of you won, but I picked this? somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the right choice was made. I think oh, yeah. there's, see, there's, there's so many good lip syncs now mm-hmm. that it kind of makes it hard when someone does a mediocre lip sync. Like, it's still not bad, yeah. but yeah. because we've had so many good ones, you kind of like, ah. It's if I Jimbo. saw that in a club, I'd be like, yes. Mm. Oh, Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo's not a lip syncer. Ginger Men John All Stars against, can't think of the drag oh. queen's name. Where they did uh, Mayhem Miller. Yes. Yeah. I can watch that on repeat constantly. And it is literally for the head shakes mm-hmm. of Ginger Minge mm-hmm. and watching our wig. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. There was that was I, a good lip sync season, though. Yeah. I think it was yes, an all stars season when I, I, it actually brought me heart when it happened. Um, because I felt hardly sorry. I, I, I hated her. I thought she was a like a complete twat in the actual show. But for what she went through, was it uh, Ganesh Nutmeg? I can't remember her name. Nutmeg. Uh, oh, Silky Nutmeg. Nutmeg Ganesh. Ganesh. Oh, Silky Nutmeg. Mm. Where, where, oh, where yeah. basically she went through, like, because she got eliminated, then said, okay, they had the lip sync battle, so you can keep going on each week. And she beat every single person that come up against mm-hmm. her until the last one. So she must have lip synced about seven, uh, six or seven times. Six times in a row she yeah. won, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then someone came in and beat her, and I was like, okay, he just won, they've just won one. And I was like, I was like, that's bullshit. So unfair. And <laughs> Silky like really worked on their their skills in that season. Like the way that they came across on television was mm-hmm. really different from the Silky that you saw mm-hmm. when you were watching it on their main on like the main one. Mm-hmm. And it broke my heart. Another one that made me ball my eyes out it was, was a real glow up for Silky. Yeah. It really was. Uh, Raven and Jujubi on season one of oh, All Stars. No. That is one Too of the sad. most heartbreaking lip syncs because you cannot help yourself but just cry with them. Mm-hmm. Also, watching Juju be absolutely pissed as a fart doing um, oh, yeah. Blue Velvet <laughs> is one of the greatest moments in lip sync in history. <laughs> so good. So good. I see, I really enjoyed um, that, that season 
uh, with all the silky lip syncs in as well, mm. had the mm-hmm. return of Legandra Stranger. Yeah. And the lip sync yeah. with her. I mean, was there anyone else in that lip sync? Who cares? There was. It was Trinity and she was good too. Mm-hmm. But Legandra, mm-hmm. like, oh. no question about it. The, the backflips, the mm-hmm. slow reveal of one item after another into like nothing. Yeah. That, that end was, that runs, was even on stage oh, yeah. was just yeah. amazing. Like, what? Nobody's there. Away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen Laganja on um, Hey Queen and completely different person to how you uh, how it is perceived on their on their season. Mm-hmm. Complete, such a sweetheart. Like mm-hmm. you can instantly fall in love with them in a in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame that I don't think they'll ever come back to Drag Race. I don't even think they're doing drag anymore. I think they quit. I think I think they've quit, haven't they? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, but she still works with Alyssa. Still does the dancing studio, but I think she's opened her own as well. I'm not too sure anymore. I think it would be a miss as well if we were going to talk about lip sync, not men- men- mentioning the most famous one of them all, the one like say when Sasha Le- Valor actually came on stage and you thought, oh, it, like say it's just a normal wig, and then she pulled the gloves off. You saw the roses. You thought, oh, that's a nice touch. But as soon as the wigs start coming off as well, and just seeing, I've, I've, got, I've forgotten her name Watching now. Shea's face. Shea's face is completely breaking down and thinking, how do I compete with this? It's just, it was something it, I've never seen before. And it was just like, I, I don't think I'll ever see anything like it again. I, th- I think that, that, that broke my heart mm-hmm. for Shea. Shea was like, I, I love Sasha Velour. And mm-hmm. like, if Shea wasn't going to win, that was my, my second mm-hmm. choice. But Shea won that season. Like, Shea won that much, season. Like, Absolutely. But. Totally disagree. Totally disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha won from that lip sync, let's be Mm -hmm. honest. Because Sasha Sasha would have been an all-star winner, Mm -hmm. no doubt. But Mm -hmm. she won that season. She was flawless. If Valentina didn't get kicked out that season, I'm sorry, but Valentina would have been standing there instead of one of them two. Just putting it out there. I think I think it's one of those ones where, like, like we we're saying about Jinx, where they deserve to she would win have been there and of... they managed to. Yeah. Like that is, you know, that's the thing where I was like, "Whoa, I wasn't actually expecting that," and that's how I felt about Sasha Velour. I was like, "Oh, I was expecting someone more generic to win," mm-hmm. and then Sasha wins, and you're just like, "Oh, amazing!" But they win because of that artistry, like we're saying, yeah. because mm-hmm. they brought more to the lip sync, because they mm-hmm. uh, did that, and it's like, yeah, that's what we should be voting on rather than mm-hmm. I don't know, just how they look i feel you know yeah. sasha, was One, slow, uh... sasha was a slow burner for our season even though she don't she always did well she was never in the bottom i don't think no she was never in the bottom um but she kind of grew because she didn't have the biggest personality and you thought oh she's kind of in the background character but when her personality came out she was fucking vicious as well it was, though. It was, was when she started working with she mm-hmm. that's when the fire started especially with their um television um <laughs> commercial thing with the broccoli like mm-hmm. that was hilarious but the, was what so got good. me mm-hmm. was the final outfit that Sasha had on with the Geiger inspired um mask and mm-hmm. oh my god it was fucking oh, beautiful geez. I would wear that to do my fucking hoovering <laughs> it was stunning <laughs> oh, someone's dared to say that Sasha uh, Shea was overrated in the chat as well so oh how dare you Molly <laughs> Yeah, I, think I think they're good. I they're, will fight I you, Molly. Definitely I will good, fight but, you. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's not a decision I question that yeah. particular season. Whereas is... a lot of the others, like Violet Chas- Chat 
I can't oh, imagine. That one, I'm a bit like, mm-hmm. not quite sure about I, that one. I think with Violet Chachki, I love Violet Chachki now mm-hmm. with yeah, the um, with the oh. strip tea, the stuff that they're doing with Dita Von Tees. And mm-hmm. I think that's where the love's coming from because I certainly didn't have it originally when they run that season. But that to be waste... fair, though, the first episode when she came in and called them all the old, old, like, old, old queens, they called them that. was like, great, this bitch needs to go. And then... Like, but then that bitch came down the runway. <laughs> that was always the thing, though. But it, you can always tell the growers. There's people that start off, like as you said, they'll either start up strong, they'll have a midway, but then they grow personality-wise, or they learn, or they go through some kind of journey. And you think, all right, it's because Rue's looking for the story and they're looking for the money. And as Stu was saying earlier, you can kind of read it now when there's certain things happening. And you can pick top threes normally now quite regularly which is a sad thing because you want everyone to do well but well, we did that with season four of uh uk drag race where as soon as the cast is announced we're like oh there's the top four right and it you know yeah. and we were like hoping to be wrong and then we just weren't you know <laughs> to be fair oh, i never had jumbers in the top four I, until actually, yeah. jumbers you have was the instead? grower yeah <laughs> um like I, well it's kind of like the way pixie play it said it like she just was like I wasn't daft. I knew I'd be at least top three, and then she wasn't because Jumbers was the grower. <laughs> yeah, that that was it. That that's that's what we said when we interviewed Pixie Polite. Just how unfortunate it was that that's the season you're on. Like, mm. wow. Like literally, you're just like, oh, I've got a great chance. Oh, Danny Beard's here. Oh my god. You know, it's like... <laughs> and they say, oh, and Cheddar. Danny Beard and Cheddar Gorgeous. You're just going. Why have I bothered? Why have I? <laughs> and it's like. Someone, someone lip sync against Black Pepper and try and win. Mm. Like, yeah. come on! No yeah. one is taking Black Pe- like Black Pepper home. Like, yeah. well, <laughs> I, 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 I think there was a lip sync where Black Pepper should have gone home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only one. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, the library's open. Well, you can tell the, how it is. <laughs> I would, I would never. I would never. No, it was. I think it was. I think it was one of the one of the later lip syncs. Um, it was the one where she was wearing that giant candy floss hair thing. Right. I'm pretty sure I watched that. Oh yeah, it was it was it was against the fill. Mm. It was the one against the yeah. fill, and it was like, first of all, the fill shouldn't have been in the bottom that week. Mm. It was not the worst, yeah. but also the lip sync. It, it, the fill did did something more related to the song. Yeah. The lip sync was terrible mm-hmm. overall. <laughs> it was really poor. But the song that they were doing, people do too much. I hate it too much, Queen. Yeah, you can't always like, get rubbish slow songs. Slow. There's, there's yeah. been some oh, yeah, very weird ch- song choices, like say over the last few years. You think, how we, can you lip sync to this or to yeah. have some kind of performance? Like, um, yeah, like memories from yeah. cats. Like, <laughs> what? That was yeah. good. You could tell. You could tell what? where our budgeting oh. has gone to. <laughs> it ain't uh, It ain't sound rights, is it? Can, 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 we, can spoken... we just point out how patient the Queen standing at the back must be, listening to all of fucking memory and not being able to lip sync <laughs> themselves because there's nothing else to do during memory. Oh, they, <laughs> they they lip sync, if you can't lip sync, it's like sitting and carefully listening to a little respect, but mm. you're not allowed to sing along. You just be like, this is actually torture. <laughs> 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 Like, I love it when they lose their shit though and they don't control it and they're just standing in the back like doing full choreography as if they yeah. were in the bottom. It's like you, you just won, but you're doing the lip sync anyway. All right. Like I at this point it. with UK, it wouldn't surprise me if we got like the tequila song for a lip sync. <laughs> like, mm. 
<laughs> I would love that though. Would have you not a, love that? Have they had Tom Thummond <laughs> before? Not yet. No, I've, I've, I, I, there was a weird one. Like the Australian one had men at work last night. That was a, mm. a really it was bad. Uh, like really bad. from the world down under. It was like, how the fuck can you make this entertaining? But yeah, sorry, I'm not going to go on that rant again. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> they did a spoken word one as well, didn't they? On the American one, that was weird. Yeah, that was a choice. But do you think as well, some of the songs are chosen for which queens they want to do well in the lip sync as well? Because there is ones mm, where it's like, wow. I can see this act doing well and others ones. Just I felt like that dying. with Trinity K. Bonnet. Mm -hmm. any, any song with Trinity K. Bonnet does a lip sync, it's suited for them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, I get that. Did, did you know they switched out the All Stars if finale song? No. No. Oh. So, um, <laughs> the original song was going to be Milkshake by Khalees. Right. Obviously, it would have been great anyway, but it was obviously more favoured towards Candy mm -hmm. because Jimbo would have done a good job, but that is pretty much Candy. Like, yeah. I, I, that is one thing mm -hmm. I will give Candy. I think that would have been a good lip sync for Candy. But um, mm -hmm. they kind of just went, nah, mm -hmm. this will work for a comedy thing. Mm -hmm. And they can both do comedy, but Jimbo's going to do it better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's. You know, they got there, and like apparently Candy was a bit mad at it, but who cares if Candy shouldn't have been there? In the yeah, first to be fair, though, I just, if, if Candy can change her facial expression for one time, I might give her a bit of credit. But like for everything that's just frozen in time, but she is one of the most talentless people that's ever been on Drag Race. She's Aja's drag daughter, isn't she? Am I getting that right? Yeah. She's in the fam. Well, well I think she's in the house. In the house of Aja. House of Aja. Yeah. Yeah. I think Aja. Aja came back too soon. I yeah. think she should like have waited a few yeah. All Star seasons, mm -hmm. yeah. and I think yeah. she came back now. Good, it'd be good. Mm. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah but, but I just think she came back too soon and too angry. That was well. That was also like that was a big robbery because BB I fucking hit. I think yeah. that was one of the most stupid things ever. It was ridiculous. BB to eliminate, mm -hmm. like. Why why BB was cast, I don't know. It was, let's throw a winner into a random season and see what happens. But let's give you she... season one winner. <laughs> yeah, she was so exactly. nasty as Which... well. Like, when it she was, was like, and um... she shouldn't have won season one. So. No. When That's it was like true. the whole, was... who helped I make the dress thing? Oh, did you make that yourself? She clearly says yes. Mm -hmm. And then, then the go back says, she's like, oh no, I just didn't reply anything. <laughs> Bullshit, <laughs> BB. <laughs> And I want to no, know she... whose name was on that lipstick. Right. Out of respect for our sister, I'm not going to show my lipstick. Frick off. What were the, <laughs> what were, what were the, choice, what were the choices on the lipstick that episode? Oh, oh, I'm trying to remember. So it was... Oh. So that was when Della sacrificed herself, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it yeah, would have been, what, Tri Trixie, Kennedy, or... Shangela. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm. I think it was I, I so I think I've see I've did some I've did some digging on this one because I wanted to go as well. <laughs> um and I believe um she would never admit it herself, but obviously the other girls knew and it was Shangela's name on the lipstick. Right. Okay. Mm. So she was gonna get she was gonna get rid of effectively the front runner at that point. Yeah. Um if Dela was obviously gonna go. Um so it was 
Yeah, because she would. World of Wonder would never have let her pick Trixie's lipstick. If she went to pick that out of that box, they would have slapped it out of her. Yeah. Did you think? Do you think Trixie <laughs> so, was like the forefront oh, from the Trixie beginning? Trixie was picked to win that season, no doubt. Yeah. They didn't expect if, Shangela to be as strong as she was because mm, like, I think if, if come... Dela hadn't quit, mm-hmm. you know, Dela was going to win. Like you couldn't have yeah. possibly given yeah. Trixie the win. But mm. as mm. soon as Dela left, they went, "Yes, the Ching." <laughs> Yeah. Trixie's won, and it's like. But didn't oh, isn't it the me. isn't it the rumor that they actually only started the All Stars to begin with is to give Chad Michaels the crown because <laughs> they didn't want to feel like a legend had been let down, <laughs> and that's the reason in you fairness, had All Stars in the first place. That wouldn't surprise when, when, me. When they announced the when they announced that cast, though, it was like, well, yeah, Chad has won. Like Chad <laughs> was pretty close to winning that season. Like mm-hmm. Chad was the runner up for me for that season. If uh, mm-hmm. if Sharon hadn't done that well, it was going to be Chad. And then they went, yeah. let's cast him like three three months later. Let's mm-hmm. just do it. Give him, yeah. give him the crown. I, I think that was the thing, though. does have a good cast. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. I, it, it terrible, it's a tough terrible one, though, because it, yeah. it does feel a bit more fixed than the normal seasons in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. You know, in that kind of like for instance, like like we're saying, I would put Trixie in third place. I'd have it as Dela, Shangela, then Trixie. And that's yeah. kind of depressing, you know, <laughs> that like yeah. Dela Trixie wasn't even that good on Shangela their season. Wrong, no. So I recently heard a season six twist. Which oh. Surprised me. So apparently, and this came from actual Bianca Del Rio. Right. Um, she said on a video where, so you know, like they always record each of them winning. Apparently, that's been done from yeah. the get go, even at the live ones. Right. And so they recorded like Bianca winning, Adore winning, and then um, Courtney Act winning. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. they recorded a tie between Bianca and I've heard Adore. That. And then yeah, and then and then Bianca was, say, was saying like at that point, just kind of like oh. Well, at least I know Courtney's definitely lost. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I've have heard that somewhere. It must have been TikTok. Yeah. It has to be. It's where all my information yeah. comes from these days. Though, on yeah, that season though, if, I've seen it on a reel. Yeah, if, um, if, if Bianca didn't win that season, because she not only got herself through that season, like and be head and shoulders above, she got a door through that season. She got Trinity uh, a Bonaire through that season. I, like, I she, think it's the. The fact of Bianca Del Rio is like the same as Jinx, same as Sasha Velour. They are people who are stars. They are people where it's a crime for them not to have the stage that they get from winning. Like it's like Bianca Del Rio, like, whoa, she's still selling out shows in the UK now. Like she Mm -hmm. can still come to like the City Hall in Newcastle and sell it out. Mm -hmm. And this is like 10 years after she was on Drag Race. But it's just like, how incredible they are, and then how they appear on the series where they're helping everyone, they're being kind to everyone, kind of the same as Sasha, where they're not being they're being bitchy, but they're not mm. being sort of cruel. They're not mm. being mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what we need from a winner. Mm. Like I don't want to see someone win who's been a bastard to everyone in the competition, yeah. thrown everyone under the bus, and then got lucky because Rue likes them. No. I want to see someone who is going to do something with the win. Yeah. And we have far too many winners that mm. don't seem to do anything after the season tour. You know. No, and yeah, I, find, I, I, find want... it, I find it interesting as well because um, she was in a play with Fear from Steps. Because Fear from Steps actually lives in in Sunderland, like in Bolden. 
So, sure might, does. so with her being friends, we might actually get uh, Bianca in Sunderland at one point. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be inter- that'd iconic. be interesting. Get her at be terrifying Empire. for them. <laughs> Sunderland Empire. Stockton. So, if if few years ago, Sunderland Empire had Christmas queens, and that's where I got to see. Sharon Needles oh, and like Bob the Drag Queen was hosting it. Oh, right. oh wow! Alaska and Willem and Shangela. Because I saw the Christmas Queens that had Shangela, Alaska, Willem, yeah, and who else was there? Oh, Lady Bunny. Yeah. No, oh. then I, I was at a different one. Oh this right, okay. Lady Bunny was really good though. It was uh, yeah. I've watched live performances, not really like watch them from a screen, but live performances of. Bianca and Lady Bunny and mm-hmm. them two on stage together it's actually crippling mm-hmm. to watch because you can't you haven't got a minute between mm-hmm. one diss to the next mm-hmm. you just can't you haven't got time to breathe it is yeah. absolutely amazing to watch them so them two together especially so that leads on to like another question I was going to ask as well so from the show that that's been going which of the queens do you think have made the most out of it I know Bianca is like I say, probably the biggest one, and now the most. Uh, yeah. Jinx, 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 straight up. Jinx. Like, Jinx is starring in Broadway musical shows. Yes. And Doctor Who now, and Doctor she Who. Yes. Doctor Who. Doctor she's Who. like there is nobody like like we have like you know Sasha where she's basically gone. Hey, I'm doing what I want to do, and like their Smoke and Mirrors tour is tour is one of the best things mm. I've ever seen on a stage ever. And that's kind of separate from the drag world, but they're getting yeah. to do what they want to do. They're bringing yeah. out art books, they're bringing out comics, they're bringing out magazines. Like, all of these amazing things that they're doing based upon their win. But, like, and, and obviously, like, um, uh, Bianca Del Rio being the same, where they are still, they're on Good Morning, like, America, they're on, you know, This Morning, but that's shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, well, yeah, but I, I'd say Jinx, like, wow, there, there is nothing, there is no show that wouldn't go, hey, actually, yeah, we could have Jinx on. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Downton Abbey could have Jinx on, <laughs> like, because they're so And I would there. fucking watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about See, Bob think... and Monet? Though? Look, look at them. Mm. Who, sorry? Bob and Monet. Yeah. Like, I thought you said, just, I thought you said just me there. And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't quite make out the Monet part. To be fair, though, they're doing think, well for themselves. Yeah, I think Bob's still... doing well. I think Monet has made done really well for let's let's be honest, the talent that Monet has. He's more personality than anything else. But it's yeah. Oh, yeah. it's when Monet turned around and said that the English language <laughs> comes from the Americans. I nearly had a, I nearly <laughs> fell over. I was like, you got fucking schooled by Ben de la Creme about the origin of the English language and you dare turn around and say the Americans invented it. I, I think Monet is living <laughs> so living on sorry. that sponge look as well though. That's the thing. It's just still she's still dining out on that. I tell you what, um Bob the drag queen, suspiciously large women stand up um that's that mm. was on Amazon a while ago if it's still Prime, mm-hmm. but uh, oh, that really? that's actually really funny. Mm-hmm. And there's like so funny. He does a whole section where he just rips into um Destiny's Child <laughs> and uh, oh, I and Michelle and <laughs> oh yeah, honestly, it's it's worth a watch. Definitely. Oh, I might give that a watch. I loved Bob on on their season. I thought from start to finish, just mm-hmm. and I can go back and watch that season like any other tv like mm-hmm. show that i watch because it's just it's so entertaining from like just watching bob mm-hmm. the um the the 
skit that they do with the the white party. I can't think of what it's called. No. It's oh, no. <laughs> Rucor's Empire. Yes, that's Empire it. Yeah. Yes, that's probably one of my favourite challenges that's ever been done is that one. Where she twats Dodgy with the friggin' with the broom. Oh, yes. brilliant. Talking about, talking about drag queens with a um like a, an ego problem was Thorgy. Like I say, her meltdowns and stuff through that show was hilarious to watch at times. Like just basically living yes. talking about living uh, in the shadow of living in the shadow of Bob the drag queen. You were never in that shadow. I'm so <laughs> sorry, Thorgy, but you were never there. I'm really sorry. <laughs> You could play Her the and Milk really in well. All Stars with oh. their delusion, like just <laughs> the pair of them. Like I was just like, this is this is gold. Like you were both as delusional as each other. I I never got the appeal of Milk. That that thing. My wife absolutely loves Milk as as a queen and thought entertaining as fuck. I know doing things differently and being strange, but there was to the point where I was like, this is just odd and uncomfortable. And yeah, yeah, I I'd never got. The, the appeal of no. milk, so I, that's one of the queens that never hit home with me. So no, you're lactose intolerant. In six, in six I did. Yeah, I th- I think in six when when milk first came in, yes, mm. because mm-hmm. you know even though they didn't do that well on the season, mm-hmm. the looks were really good, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and it was sort of a little bit entertaining watching the delusion. Mm-hmm. But they did go <laughs> at the right time. I think it was fair. Mm-hmm. On all stars though, they came in like I am the shit. There's a challenge <laughs> after me. I've been on the cover of this. I can ice skate. I'm a hot guy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, like that. That's not going to win you drag race. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It was really I love the idea of ice skating will help you with drag. And I'm like, that is yeah. that is the nichest of niche. <laughs> well, we all seen the Vivian. We all seen the Vivian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, she learned after, though. Yeah. If you want an ice skating drag queen, it's Denali. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There's no other drag yeah. queen that I've seen that skates like Denali can skate. Mm-hmm. But that is how you do drag on ice. Yes. Not the Vivian <laughs> and not Milk. No. I tell you what, who's really who didn't get the same recognition like just going back to um no winner of winners mm-hmm. anyway chicago mm-hmm. um uh, yeah stu knows where i'm going davina de campo was in chicago first right oh <laughs> before jinx <laughs> Yeah, Davina de Campo was actually in Chicago before Jinx, but didn't get the same recognition right. compared oh, to Jinx, oh, bless which her. I think is quite interesting. Telling oh, that's really um, sad. I did. I didn't generally yeah. know that. Yeah. But but then again, they were in Chicago here. They didn't do Broadway, did they? I'm not sure. Actually, I was think it I might. Broadway is a much bigger deal than anything we have in England. Oh, <laughs> oh that's controversial. No, 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 but it is. Like it's, <laughs> It's a, the West End is the biggest thing we have in England, but yeah. if we're talking a worldwide stage, they're going to be I, like, you know, oh, you've I been on Broadway. Was... Oh, well, tell me when you've been on the West End. It's... <laughs> <laughs> True. Can any of you remember Max from season seven? Oh, Max. No, no, I, <laughs> I genuinely, I genuinely <laughs> can't remember oh, Max from season track. seven. Wore a lot of black and, uh, black and white, black and grey, kind of greyed their face a lot. Absolutely. And the one, one time of my... they didn't. Mm-hmm. They, they, they got booted out. Oh, 
I think so, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Michelle was like, no more grey wigs, no more grey wigs. wigs. Okay, Michelle, he's an on grey wig. Ah, bottom two. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye, bye. She, she, did, she did Sharon Needles in the Snatch Games as like a Disney character, <laughs> and I thought it was fucking genius. I love Max. I would love to see Max come back for All Stars at some point, but mm. it's he's like one of those characters no one remembers. I'm literally I don't Googling think Max does drag who Max is. This is how bad it is. I think the I'm lesson we sure learned. Quit drag. Mm. I think. I think to be fair, the lesson that I would go into Drag Race with is ignore every single thing Michelle says. Like I would just <laughs> because yep. she's never right. No. She is never. Whenever she says, "Oh, change it up," you're going home if you change it up. Whenever she says, "Like, oh, I want to. I just want to see more of this," mm. it means. Uh, change, you know, it's, it always seems to be yeah. that she just goes, I'll just say something for the sake of saying something to, yeah, and it kind of, yeah, if she came to me and said, like, you know, if the critique she gave me is, oh, you're just doing the same thing all the time, I'm sticking with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, just to be a bottoms as well, it was like, stop doing with the dots on your face, so she kept them, like, then she took the dots off, and that week she was gone. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was such a fucking piss take. Because essentially, Michelle goes, "Hey, what's your unique style? Well, change it. Change you know, it. Oh, fuck it. Um, what, what, what's your gimmick? Ah, I don't care. Change it." And you're like, "Okay, never mind." Willem suit, keep it. Willem's song, uh, Heather. That's on Spotify, and it's one of the funniest songs ever because it's all about their uh, Stacey Lee and Matthews. Oh, amazing! <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, just and then and then one of the lyrics that she keeps going is like. Who the fuck was Heather? <laughs> and then, and also one of our lyrics though is like, you know, you you shouldn't have gone. They were too busy sipping on Kool Aid and listening to Michelle. <laughs> I think I think Carson but, Cresley said it perfectly once when he was like, "Do more, but do less." Yeah, be no. you, but don't be you. Yeah. And it's exactly what they ask of them. I think Michelle. I lost a lot of respect for Michelle when she went down hard on a door. Mm-hmm. In oh, season yeah. two of All Stars, you can clearly tell from the very second that a door goes into that into the the workroom, they're not there yeah, at no. all. The, there's not they're not there. They're not in it. Um, she's in a she's not in the best place, and she did she did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And it was it was mean and it was nasty and so condescending the way that they that Michelle apologized afterwards i don't even apologize to my children i can't give a fuck michelle yeah. you're a twat you're a horrible person for what you what she did there and mm-hmm. i hope she feels really bad about that the talking about the yeah i think she think... does at the minute mm. no <laughs> i think a door no. i think a door would have had a whole manila lose on sort of edit mm-hmm. like where yeah. she's not quite there for the first few episodes and then bam smashed it yeah there was just you could tell the second that a door walked into that workroom. That's not a door, Delano. I think it was, she was in a no. different place. She was going because uh, she mentioned she was going through like a grunge and she was not trying to be pretty. She was not trying to be this perfect like pageant queen. She was just trying to like find herself again. Because I think through Drag yeah. Race, like because she's been through a lot. Like if you look at her through American Idol, then going through Drag Race, she was still in her early early like say drag career when she did Drag Race. And then mm-hmm. she was going through back into her music side, so she, that, that's the feel that she was getting. But yeah, she shouldn't have been trapped the way that she soon. was. Yeah. It was too, it was too soon for her. Um, and it, she came out the other day that she's transitioning. 
mm. and watching that yeah. video was mm. beautiful. I cried. A door looks absolutely stunning. There was a glow mm. about her. This mm. this glow and she looks healthy. Mm -hmm. Um to the point of like she shy. Oh, I'm just so I'm so happy for her. But season two, she should never have done. No. No. It's a shame. You live in your life. I hope though. she comes back though. Me like... too. Me mm. too. I really do. Just to have post, a post transition moment. though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I after want, I transition. I want the first. Mm. Yeah. yeah, she should come not, back. Not during it, because that's gonna be a bit of a nightmare if they just do it. Like... Do, like doing mid like mid-episode where they're doing the operations and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> no, you're just trying to figure you're just trying to figure out who you are, and then you've got to go into like a drag persona. That's kind of like a head fuck. I would not even no. dare to drop want to jump on at all. We're going towards that's like what a... happened with Gia, Gia Gunn a bit though, didn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Gia, Gia came back and my God, what a fucking cunt. Like I yeah. can't justify Massive. the way that Gia was. But like even Gia said, I don't know if I'm a drag queen or if if you know I'm just mm -hmm. you know yeah. I'm transition now. Do I still want because I'm getting looked at as a man doing drag when that's not who I am? Mm -hmm. And like yeah. for a brief moment, I was like, oh, mm -hmm. that is quite sad. But you're still a fucking cunt. Yeah, but that's like, yeah. then she, then she, then she talks and something comes out and you're like, just shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> Please just be quiet. Um, Latrice was getting so angry with yeah. them, like during the um during the snatch game of love. That's like, not Latrice someone I would want to piss off as well. Because Latrice fuck no, Latrice has been to prison. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Latrice like was trying to politely say, just stop now. Yeah, and, stop. She, yeah. and she went on and on. But the thing is, though, Latrice did that on the original Snatch game that Latrice was on. There was fuckery going on in there. Mm -hmm. And it's got it. That's what kind of like people knew Latrice for was the no bullshit kind of attitude. And then it happens again. <laughs> Well, later on down the road, and you're like, oh, you Latrice, ever... you are never going to get away from this. Did you ever see the the yeah. World of Wonder tours that they do, and the the ones that Latrice on, like the younger ones, always late to the to the meet and greets and stuff, where Latrice is always there, prompt, professional. She goes down the throat on some of the young ones as well, like some of the shit they, they throw on the bus. Uh, but I would not fuck with Latrice at all. Nah, like, fuck that. That would be one. I, I think that's the thing. I I think a lot of the a lot of the queens that go on the tours are very unprofessional. But it's the first time they've been on something that yeah, kind of big, that's so and new. it's just a bit like you can tell that it's like oh, mm -hmm. so they're just late all the time, or they're on way too many drugs, or they get way too drunk before they go on and stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas the ones who are a bit more seasoned are the professionals. They're like, look, yeah. I'm going to put on a good show, you know? Yeah. I think they made yeah. a mistake. They had, interesting a, that they had Aquarium like uh, rooming with Sharon Needles, so that was fucked up from the oh, start. Gosh. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's quite interesting that you that we've we've just said that you know like Latrice came across professional. She was taking the piss out of the young ones. I saw Latrice at a gig, mm -hmm. and Latrice couldn't come back on stage because she was so high. Oh, that, yeah. Like she couldn't physically come back on. She did two numbers, and the first one you could tell she was a bit drunk. Mm -hmm. And then she went off stage for about half an hour and came back on, and her facial expressions were very different. Ooh, like oh wow! Her pupils <laughs> did not look the same. The level of sweat before she started performing was definitely something to do mm -hmm. with what she'd been taking on stage. The choreo was off, the lip sync was off, and then there was no talking on the microphone because she couldn't physically talk. Wow! And then <gasps> did not come back on stage at the end. Um, but say that here is Ross. Four or five times now. <laughs> nope. Can we just go back and edit out what I said, please? <laughs> <laughs> there is no editing on the Nerdy Up Podcast. Oh. 
but no, um, because we were talking about like Michelle, so uh, we've had a lot of different judges throughout the years as well. I know we had a brief little conversation uh, before we went live. So with all the changes to the judging panel and stuff, so who has been your favorite judges on the show as well? Not the guest judges, but like the mainstays. Oh, damn it! I actually like um, is it Ruth? The first Gainsbourg? one, yeah, Gainsbourg. Ruth Gainsbourg. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I actually so. enjoyed her at some point. Is that Ruth um, Ginsburg, the, that's um, it. What the? The original Michelle. Oh yeah. No. For the first three seasons, um, but Ross Matthews is a fucking delight, and I just want nothing but the best for Ross Matthews. So it's I just love nice, watching him. He's too nice. I love him. <laughs> I absolutely love him. I think he's just the right kind of kindness that some people need, mm. and especially in such a, a grueling position, I think he's the he's the right balance for it. Am I allowed to say T.S. Madison now that they're becoming a more permanent judge? Because yeah. I know that's quite a recent change. I'll allow it. Yes, I'll I find <laughs> I I find T.S. Madison refreshing because not afraid to put a bitch down, mm-hmm. but can also be really nice. Mm-hmm. And is quite honestly qualified to judge mm-hmm. because T.S. Madison's been part of that scene for a number of years mm-hmm. and knows what fashion is and doesn't just go, that expensive dress looks good. Mm-hmm. T.S. is a good balance of like, oh yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that might not look like you've spent thousands on it, mm-hmm. but it's just as good as that one. Yeah. I, I quite like that. But also Roth is precious mm-hmm. as well. Right. Isn't Otherwise, so judge precious. and drag... <laughs> I don't no, no, I know. I don't. No, me neither. But... I, there's, there's half the stuff I don't really understand how Ross is getting into that position, but I'm happy that I'm, he has. I'm sure his yeah. knees have gotten a bit worn to get into that position, so don't worry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> behave. A certain position she's been into to get into these ones. Are you suggesting that Ross Matthews isn't a dom top? No. They are really like the Canada judges, season two and three. Like, mm-hmm. like for, season one was rough. Yeah. But the season two, I think, was perfect, like judging wise. And then season three, like cast rest. and mm-hmm. yeah, cast mm-hmm. and um, judges, perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, Is Brooklyn Heights still a judge? Yeah, she's yeah. like the main. She's basically she's the rule, but right. I think by season three, she's a lot more established and kind of knows Got, yeah. how to deliver. And it's kind of like early rule where she does actually give advice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a little bit. Now it's like absolutely but, not. <laughs> I used to love it when Santino lost his shit because he was always like a quite a nice guy or like give good like give good feedback. <laughs> but when he lost his shit on the thing, like on the panel, it was always hilarious. But he was always right. He was never like, I, never too far. But he, it was just. I, I will say, I my favorite is Santino. Like mm-hmm. Santino Rice is just the best judge there's ever been on drag race for me mm. because they're honest and they're right mm. like it's the stuff that the contestants need to hear it's not like michelle where she's just making shit up mm-hmm. because she feels like saying something you know where yeah. just going like oh well just um, um change change your look or oh i'm bored of this but i can't quite remember what you just did you know and stuff like that where santino was like passionate like actually you know you get someone who actually cares about the competition he wanted the person to win to be the best person there yeah and you could tell with his critiques being like i you know when he went off it or when he'd give advice it was always sound Mm -hmm. like i thought 
I, I think think he annoyed me a little bit as a person because his voice was so... Oh, yeah, his voice is so droll. <laughs> but literally, like, him, what he said and the judgments he made, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Santino's it, I... been in... He's been in that position before himself. He's from... Yeah. Um... America's Next Top Model, isn't it? No. No, um... No, what's the sewing one called? Morgan Sewan B or something. Oh, no, no that's I used to watch it. I used to watch it. It's with Heidi Klum. Oh, my God. Help me out. Why is my brain not working today? Project Runway. Project Runway. That's it. That's where Santino Rice comes from, is Project Runway. So he's had that critique himself. And when it comes to putting garments together, mm-hmm. he knows his shit. Yeah. I love I mean, when he used to clash with Michelle all the time. If I can't have Sandino, I might go with I might go with Graham Norton. Graham. I really like Graham Norton as a because Graham, like Graham Norton. I think it's judge. Graham Norton is the UK judge that gets UK drag. Yeah, like where yeah. they kind of, you know, like Rue's just like, oh, I don't, I don't understand the joke here, or like, you know, they're just bemused or they're like, oh, I don't, that doesn't look like a. Uh, Brighton Pavilion and stuff. <laughs> like Graham Norton will be the one being like, "Oh yeah, I totally get it. It's I shit, but I get it." You know, like yeah. I think if Bag of Chips didn't talk in a oh. funny way, Rue would never have gotten the humor. I don't generally think Rue understood half of what Bag of Chips was saying. <laughs> it just sounded funny, and that's how they've managed to get on. But Bag of Chips, we didn't mention it earlier. Bag of Chips is a snatch game as Annie Wilkes. Fucking genius, especially making it all about Rue. Yeah, but the only thing that was the only good thing she did on that season. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yes, it was. But because um, yeah, that Pride of Britain costume. (laughs) There was there was not one single look that she wore that whole season that was worth watching. Like it was actually worse than just me trying to be the uh, bust of um. (laughs) <laughs> that was that was so cheap. That was just really bad. Oh look, I loved it. <laughs> the only thing that like yeah, I love Graham Norton as a judge, but I just hate the way Rue says Graham. It's it's like it's, oh, it's, oh, it's yeah. like say his name properly, please. I know you're American, but no. Well, we we oh, had it the other day. Um, uh, I. The on Friday night, it's coming out in like two weeks' time. But I was a guest on Spectra Spectrum Sanctorum's podcast off the shelf, mm-hmm. and that's got Joe Dove, who we've had on Trekking Up North. Mm-hmm. And they were like, So before we start, how do we say your name? Is it Graham? Is it? And I was like, No, no, it's like, Oh, is it Greamy? <laughs> so this uncomfortable kind of greamy green. yeah okay I, I guess to be fair like Chosa if she ever called me not by velvet not it would velvet. be greamy 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 oh, greamy fruit pastelli if anyone hasn't seen the videos of Ellie Diamond doing trees and mere impressions, please, for the love of God, go on TikTok, Iconic, YouTube, wherever so it is. I'm going to go and find oh, them. I, I don't do the Tiggy Talk. I'm too old for the Tiggy Talk. Um, oh, I, 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 I think I will share it. That's... It's yeah. so I love so funny. Theresa May doing them videos with that guy of like how to pronounce these <laughs> words, and then eventually, <laughs> like after three or four, he like comments on one of them and says, "You're doing this on purpose." It's just like, <laughs> of course I am. 
Are you stupid? <laughs> so what I want to do now, because I know I've had a, like say a bit of a chat, so I'm going to put you throw you under the bus a little bit now and ask for your top five qu- uh, drag queens from the main show. So with Graham being a regular guest, I'm going to throw him under the bus first. So okay. I'll Graham, going to be like, we, first. we don't care what he says. No, no. To be fair, though, we, we can't shut you up, so that's never going <laughs> to. <laughs> so yes, we'll let you go first there. Okay, from from any Drag Race show. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with the Americans. I think we're sticking you first. We're just going. We're sticking with the Americans. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. And on the show specifically, not out of the show. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Mine are going to be like really generic. I think. Mm, like that's it, fine. I think at at the top, I'm going to say Sasha Velour. Mm-hmm. Absolute icon. I love everything she does. She is the reason I got into drag, like realizing oh. that there were different ways to get, mm-hmm. you know, that basically yeah. that you like seeing a bald queen basically mm-hmm. allowed me to get into this thing that has massively improved my life, that has made my life bearable. And then seeing the artistry that you could bring to it, because mm-hmm. my experience of drag before, like I discovered drag race was effectively just mm-hmm. You lip sync to a song and you did a little dance yeah. around the stage and the look didn't really matter as long as you looked like a girl. Like mm-hmm. that was it. There wasn't, you know, I there wasn't really a club kids kind of scene, like, mm-hmm. you know, where it was like the Lee Bowery craziness kind of thing. That had kind of mm-hmm. simmered down by it that. Died, point. it completely died. Yeah, that's it. And they, and you know, so basically the choice was it was like you know, oh, beautiful twink, you know, like, mm. uh, you know, femme drag. And then seeing sort of Sasha Velour being able to add artistry into that and mm. add a lot of clever stuff and still be entertaining, but then do something mm. very beautiful, type like, you know, yeah, yeah. thought-provoking and bringing... Because mm. politics, bringing politics into drag is the... Mm-hmm. That is the highest thing you can do, okay? Mm. If you make... Obviously, if you fuck up and make it boring, you have failed. Mm-hmm. If you can make an entertaining performance that has a political message, you've mm-hmm. won drag for me. Uh, second would probably be Jinx, because mm-hmm. uh, we've spoken to them, we, ha- we were lucky enough to have them on the Girl podcast, and they are just as funny, mm-hmm. just as clever, and just as fascinating in real life as they are on the show mm-hmm. but i'm not going to gush about jinx too much because we know they're amazing mm-hmm. uh then probably i can't do uk ones can i shit um okay <laughs> i'm probably gonna say utica like mm-hmm. uh Stu and glenn Ooh. know exactly how much i love utica because i i had my fangirl moment at DragCon uh last year no this year Okay, mm-hmm. it's been a long year. It's Drag been a long year, year for you. You've worked this year. <laughs> yeah, literally six months ago. <laughs> and just gushing about the creativity and how wonderful they are and just how soft-spoken they are. Like, mm. here's me. I can talk forever and stuff. Utica is just that person who just sits there silently and then will say something really clever every, like, ten minutes or something, you know? Plot <laughs> uh, twist, you couldn't actually speak to her. <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a worst thing. You're joking. So she had no it's voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad because I don't... There's this footage of basically me just being like, I'm a massive fan, thank you so much. <laughs> you know... And that oh, was all I could really? say to her for the whole thing. <laughs> and it was just, oh, embarrassing. Okay. But there's Utica. Uh, who else would we put, probably put in? Probably Ben de la Creme. Mm. Genuinely, like, I loved them in the show, even though they're a bitch. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. And oh, then I loved them in All Stars. And having seen them, like, with uh, the Jinx and uh, De La uh, Christmas special, 
like tour. That is just mm. absolutely iconic. The need to release the Death Becomes Her one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just they're so funny and they work so incredibly well together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who am I going to pick for the last one because I've got one more to go. I think one uh, more. Okay, you can it's do kind this. Of between it's kind of between Willem and mm-hmm. Bianca Del Rio, Candy Muse. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, a feeling Candy Muse is not going to be on a list here. Oh, she's not, she's on, she's on a list, list but it's not this one. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that we'd like to say, but um, no, yeah, I'm probably gonna go with because someone else will probably do Bianca Del Rio. I'm gonna go, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Willem simply mm-hmm. because they are they are the only person I know that puts on an act. Okay, mm-hmm. when you meet Willem in real life, they are a character. When you go yeah. to the meet and greet, they are a character doing this sort of like Paris Hilton sort of spoiled brat kind of routine and stuff like that, and it's very rare that you see them outside of it. And I I respect that artistry and I respect how mm-hmm. fuck off they are to the system. A bit like, you know, Adore Delano, where mm-hmm. they're just kind of like, no, I won't do that. No, mm-hmm. you know, fuck yeah. I'm not going to fit in your little produce, producer sort of, this is how we make reality TV box, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like I that. The, it's very punk, but yeah. I love the fact that on the, well, speaking of punk, the episode that uh, Willem got removed from, mm-hmm. they threw up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, off the side of the stage. How punk is that? It's so rock and roll. And then yeah, they, it, off. they it's planned like a... that throw up. Yes, that was the most all... staged throw up I've ever seen. Yes, don't break my <laughs> illusions, people. <laughs> this wasn't TV magic much... this time. Sorry, no. yeah. it, it just feels very much like all of the queens I like are the ones that aren't just. Oh, I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the what it has to be one with an edge. Or I'm pretty, or I have a sob story, or look how great my outfits are. Someone else made them for mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah, that's you know, I don't care what you look like as long as you're talented. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. But anyway, yeah, she's funny. Stu. Two of mine are very obvious ones. So Bianca Del Rio, naturally, mm-hmm. you can't not like on the season, mm-hmm. even if you just take the challenges mm-hmm. was arguably one of the best they've ever had on the show yeah. but it was also the attitude outside of the challenges she was an absolute bitch to everyone mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. really kind to everyone at the same time yeah and i think one of the judges said like um oh she's not afraid to be kind to people because she knows there's no fucking threat mm-hmm. literally that mm-hmm. there was yeah. no threat she was always mm-hmm. going to win because she was just amazing would you uh, have liked um, to have seen a lip sync um, though no <laughs> no, I think it break. I think it would totally I felt, break everything. You know, I felt robbed yeah. when you turned up on All Stars to yes. not lip sync. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was such I a good yeah, gag. I would have liked that. Was that. So, such a good gag. That was good. Um, Jinx is the other one. So the, those two answers are always going to be the same. I think for most people because you mm. can't argue with the talent. Okay. Um, my third one is Trinity the Tuck because mm-hmm. on all yes. three seasons that Trinity has been on, absolutely delightful. Well, mm-hmm. disregard the fact that she can't write a lyric to save her life because all of the um, <laughs> songs she's been on, she has had the worst lyrics, I think. But who cares? Snatch yeah. Games, incredible. Dancing, incredible. Fashion. The fashion, especially on all winners' season, was just to die for. Um, then Gigi when... Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gigi, Gigi Good, Madonna, look. Oh, my God. I... Oh. If I could have like a picture on my wall of what I would aspire to be when I'm grow up, grow up, that would be it. Mm-hmm. That look is it's it's untouched. Mm-hmm. Nobody can touch that look. Brilliant. 
and the thing is, it wasn't just looks. She was funny. Mm-hmm. She, she was witty. She could dance. She could write lyrics. The first episode when they did I'm That Bitch, her lyrics were by far the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so clever. Incredible. She was the most love, professional love in that I'm... season as well, I thought, as well. For such yeah, a young person it... as well? Mm-hmm. Like, the, uh, relatively young? Their, their music oh, video yeah, she, was she, my she... was, like, amazing, like, mm-hmm. for that season as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. It was, she was just like everything to me, and the fact that her drag relationship is with her mum, mm-hmm. her actual yes. biological <laughs> mum, that yes. is so precious, and it it speaks to me on a real level because that's like that's my relationship with my mum. Like mm-hmm. she's Aww. she is like my world, so I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's good that you've got a mum that's that supportive, and mm-hmm. look at the success that's came from it. Uh, and then my last one is Lady Camden. I am infatuated with Lady Camden. What a professional. Mm-hmm. Like, so, what so good. Season? And it was the, what like, season? Season 14. I think I'm going to have to yes. watch season 14. Lady, yeah, no. They're great, Lady Camden. Oh, Lady Camden. Yeah, a very typical theatre queen, but like, she grew like, mm. to the point where I did grew. actually think she had a chance to win. Well, if if Will Hill hadn't it. been on that season, it mm. would have been Lady Camden's season, but mm. fair enough, Rue found a favourite from the start. Yeah. But Camden in <laughs> person was, that was my Utica moment. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we found out Lady Camden was coming up to the press lounge, I was like, nobody's fucking going near Rush's mind. This is the one. <laughs> and I got, my, I got my one out of the way on day one, and it was like the third person we even, I was like, nope, that's mine, I'm taking that one, you can have anyone else you want. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't regret it, because she's as beautiful and friendly and well-spoken in person and I, she has a filthy dirty laptop <laughs> and, uh, oh god yes you'll have to listen yeah. to the the girl podcast go, go listen to, go listen to the diabetes episode of our podcast um there is a lot of tea about lady camden's laptop that she had i am <laughs> going to because you are not spilling any of it on here <laughs> why not that's why yeah absolutely yeah. You would give away. It's like it's like the teasing, you know. You give you give someone a bit of an episode. Um, See, that's why we yeah. we, give, we we always give everything out like to everyone. I, know. So. <laughs> I I love uh, that when we were at DragCon, we mentioned Lady Camden's laptop to people, and they were like, "But not Lady <laughs> Camden." <laughs> you know, as if you heard about that? And it's like, yes, yes, yeah. So, Glenn, your top five. Um, say I'm a personality person, so <laughs> it's everybody who can make me laugh and squeal and. So well. number one will always <laughs> live in my heart is Miss Vanji. Miss Vanji. Like, she is just brilliant and does need to come back, mm-hmm. but doesn't have yeah. to. But yeah, <laughs> Miss Vanji's like one of my fear faves. Mm-hmm. Um like just just their exit and then their comeback. <laughs> and anyone who can do a VT well and she doesn't oh, well. fucking hell. Sometimes the talking heads do me head in, but I actually like Sometimes I feel like I've got to slow her down just to understand what's going on. But <laughs> I, I I thought she got played as well by Brooklyn. Like I said, Brooklyn Heights oh, yeah. did use oh, yeah. the personality a lot uh, yeah. for that. But again, uh, she got what she wanted, I guess. <laughs> um, Number two is going to be Willem. Mm. I will always campaign for Willem to return. Because uh, I think they'd return and kick ass. Yes. And the way they just rip into Derek Barry off like Get on social in. media is my favorite thing ever as well. Yep. She's actually Same. started our own little TikTok history series now. Um, on our it's on our um, Instagram quite a bit, and it's uh, nobody died at Stonewall. 
<laughs> and it keeps going back to the clip with Derek Berry since people died at Stonewall. <laughs> Nobody died at Stonewall. And that, that's our history season. It's called Insect. Welcome back to Nobody Died at Stonewall. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to come watch that. Um, so, yeah, uh, just their passive aggressiveness <laughs> and all the music they've done after the show is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who they else? They can sing. They are such. So... Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I saw Willem as part of the Christmas Queens thing. And I was just like, this is possibly the best live vocal I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And this is not what we know them for, no. which yeah. is freaky. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, la Creme, mm. re- again, one of my favorites. And the fact that she just started slaughtering them all in All Stars and then was like, right, I'm done. Someone else can win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's like, moment. it's got to the point where I actually know I'm going to win this. So. Yeah. Bye guys. <laughs> I didn't. Do you, do you so I, could, I never got like my head around that decision though. I could never like fathom no. it. It just made no sense. That's I, the best thing about it. It made no sense, but she did it. Yeah. You do you think? I like, think it's because ev- everyone was picking on her though. At that point, when mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, she needs to stop whinging about being in the top," it's like that's really not what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Like no. she, she's genuinely one of these people who doesn't want to eliminate her friends. No. And she's got the point where she has won. She's won the season. She even said it on her exit line. She was like. I've already won. And you're like, yeah, you have. So you have. You won. You, you've, let you've Trixie won take the this. crown, I guess. <laughs> I, 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 think about I, I Trixie kinda, got the money, though. That's the bad thing. I, I kind of feel, though, yeah, that, that maybe it, the producers were like, hey, we need to get Trixie to win, so could you just go? I then? felt yeah. like that. I felt like that. that it was something was whispered in the ear or it was already pre-agreed mm-hmm. beforehand that this would be... Because we need the big twist. We need the big... <gasps> moment maybe this could be it and then Trixie comes in and mm-hmm. fucks it all up and why, where, where did you get white out from why was there white out in the workroom is mm-hmm. my yeah. question yeah. you wouldn't need it for anything at all no the only other there thing I go. could think it could be would be a white eyeliner uh, oh, they were doing a crossover episode with what's it uh, the, the, the Weldon show on history where they make all the blades uh, they use white out to, like, <laughs> to, to stop the metal from getting in so they might have had like on the same stage, but again, that's just me trying to play a devil's advocate. <laughs> I, I think it's it's one of these things where you tend to get a lot of stuff where you wonder if the producers are like, hey, this is predecided. Mm-hmm. We need this to go. Like, because I'm still furious about the UK where Chiritza May went home, like the mm-hmm. first double elimination. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that just feels fixed. Like the whole thing feels like, hey, it's got to play out a particular way. We can't have any wild cards there like River Medway mm-hmm. or Chorizo. So they just get rid of them. I'm yeah. still convinced that's what happened because there's never been another do- uh, mm-hmm. double elimination. Mm-hmm. And they probably shouldn't have been in the bottom anyway. So yeah. I'm, I'm still furious about well, that. Not even slightly. Oh. Uh, Bob the Drag Queen, number mm-hmm. four. Yes. I just think he's epic and the fact that the name just does does it for me like yeah <laughs> the, oh, it was the open the opening outfit from the second the walk <laughs> through and it's just the the no it was the cunt outfit oh, yeah. and they put the nd hooked his yeah, only thing about I bob think... i think bob doesn't get the 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 glory glory that the others do is because everyone says he was on a poor season or not a strong season oh, so it was a good season, but to be fair, from the first episode thing, there was only one clear winner. Still, same with Bianca, but there were strong performers on there, but there wasn't that really... Like I said, I think the strongest was Thorgy, but Thorgy was a bit... No. In, 
I don't think I there was Naomi, any. Naomi um, Smalls was oh, really good in that season. Kim Chi was Kim Chi, I'll give phenomenal. You, Kim Chi was a, just the looks, and she couldn't walk. Let's be honest. Oh, she, she couldn't walk. For walk. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But she had some. She had some progression mm-hmm. going through. I um, I really liked Naomi Smalls in that season, mm-hmm. especially when they do um the Ruko thing with Bobby. See, I'm I'm a, a Melina fan, so I'll never forgive her. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, 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 I love Naomi until yeah. Min- to that Minnelips thing. Yeah. <laughs> Last one. Has anyone it. seen uh, Bob uh, and Bianca on the same show? When they get them on, like, uh, what's it called? The oh, is it pit stop? Yeah, on pit stop. Like that is just two very very funny queens bouncing mm. off each other and it is like literally bob, bob and like bianca and trixie and bianca and it's just hilarious it's Alyssa and cool. bianca is also Ali- hilarious yeah. who is it where oh, bianca's Alyssa. where bianca's sitting with this uh, she's had something done to her foot and she's got like a little cast on it and someone points it out and bianca actually convinces them that there's nothing there <laughs> like she really like berates them to the point where they're like there's nothing on my foot. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, there's nothing on your foot. Do they actually get them to see it? And I can't remember who it is. <laughs> but I do like that show with um, Bianca on. But Alyssa Edwards, how could nobody not say Alyssa Edwards? Because she's a freak. <laughs> she's, not, she's amazing. Oh, come on, Alyssa. Glenn has oh. one more. Uh, one my more last one. one. No, that's mm-hmm. not. Last time I'm torn between Anitra and oh. Manila. Manila. Manila's one of my favorites. I'll go I'll go Manila just mm. for a pure remix of uh, Pandam in a oh, dump. <laughs> it is a crime that is not on Spotify as a full track yet. Probably do wow. Again. We're gonna put it on there, but uh, um probably get sued. But no, uh, the only thing with Manila, I think she is one of the most talented ones, like all rounders. There was like pretty much and her looks were always just un- untouched as well, like, like absolutely amazing. Um, she I does do camp, love... proper mm. traditional camp drag, and that's what I like. Yeah, like... I do love the fact that she's kept her signature black and white strip in her hair from yeah. the very start. She's kept that mm-hmm. going, and nobody has pulled her for it. No. The way she comes out, Michelle, and goes, oh, nice hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I talked about Alyssa Edwards though. Like that's the one person that, like, when I watch, like, I find her entertaining. But I just like, she's not normal. Like that. The problem is with <laughs> Alyssa is she doesn't realize she's funny. Nobody knows that everyone knows Alyssa's funny except her. Just, just so she doesn't get it. Just back rolls. That's all you have to say. Back rolls. Oh, <laughs> back rolls. It was the boost. Movement. That was the best one. Boost. <laughs> boost. Yes. Yeah, that's monster. it. Mm-hmm. When when Alyssa realizes she's funny, she then becomes not funny. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. when she yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. that like when she no when she's no one's like paying attention to her and she's just being herself, that's when she's hilarious. And that's the best the part about Alyssa. Just, her own program <laughs> where she watched Violet Chachki do her on Snatch Games. And it's when she loses the nail, when uh, when uh, Violet drops the nail, and then all of a sudden Alyssa just kind of claps and her nail pops off, and it's just oh, it was just perfect timing. Go back and it's on YouTube. Go and watch her react to it because she thinks everyone's taking the piss out of her. 
she doesn't realise it's genuinely for RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> but no, um, thank you for giving you your top five, guys. I know it's never easy, like say when you're having to, when you're putting the spot like that as well. So and especially when we narrowed it down so much, like you couldn't <laughs> go out of the thing. Bro. I was like, that's easy. I was, I was like Jimbo. But to be fair though, like, you can blame Graham for that because earlier you said let's just do the thing. So then what actually Graham's went and he tried to turn it around and change it again. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you did it if for it top rain. five overall, it's harder. There's too yeah. many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giselle would have been in mind though. Like oh, Giselle just... Lullaby. Giselle Lullaby. Oh, season three man. of Canada is one of the best seasons ever. Mm. I, I, I'm going to say Vivian Vanderpuss. Vivian Vanderpuss. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I quite like I like Good as well. Mm. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go go watch our Vivian Vanderpuss interview on YouTube. <laughs> like, see see Velvet lose their fucking shit. With the t- it's the tiny baby arms. I have Very never. Good. It's literally there's a there's an interview. Okay, search for Girl Global G U R L Vivian Vanderpuss on YouTube, and it's literally me trying to be a professional interviewer, but losing my shit because <laughs> I can't stop laughing, <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> I'm so, still laughing about it now. As you was it similar up. to when you done the uh, Claude Rains impression for the uh, <laughs> the episode of the Invisible Man? No, that was us trying to be professional and Graham <laughs> hiding behind fucking toilet roll. <laughs> <laughs> See, my favourite moment oh, from DragCon was Giselle running up to Velvet and like doing taking the mick out of his croaky voice, like, <laughs> "Are you feeling better yet?" And then running away <laughs> laughing. It's just like. Oh, the rapport we got with them totally. was great because we were just having a laugh totally with these so queens good. and stuff. We're like, that's, oh, that's the thing as well. Like, Giselle was just so chilled and in, to interview, and even like, like we couldn't quite remember Lullaby is the last name. It's like, oh, what's her last name again? And then she yeah. heard us chat. It's Lullaby. Just come and sit down. Come on. Have you seen the Have you seen the TikToker who goes to DragCon and goes up to the queens and says them their real name. Oh, the government yeah. I fucking Definitely. love that. Yes. They, yeah. they absolutely fucking hated her for that, by the way. They oh, were like, they? they were genuinely angry. Because yeah. she, so she came out online, she's like, oh no, I went and asked permission first to make the TikTok. She did not. No. She you did can not. tell she clearly uh, didn't. I thought that was the whole yeah. point. Right. Yeah. I, I will say DragCon made me hate TikTokers. Like, mm. The people who were on the, the red carpet and they were literally just standing in the middle of it doing videos. <laughs> and you're just like, the magic's all gone. Yeah, there's you're a lucky. press area, you know, like actually getting in the way of the queens, you know. You're know. lucky you didn't get to meet them at IMR or the event then, Velvet. <laughs> oh no! Were they the... I know my wife wants to go to drag. Were they, were, were they at Totally Drag? I'd oh. recommend it. It's good. It's um, you're on your feet a lot, mm. and you'll need to spend a lot of money because yes. there's just so much good stuff. It's just a regular uh, nerd uh... con for us, so it's like <laughs> we uh, we're season pros. I think the thing with DragCon is you go in going, oh, I'm going to go and see this person, and I'm going to buy some merch, I'm going to get a signed picture and stuff. But then you don't realize that there's so many new queens. Like yeah. that you go there. Like for instance, there was one. I what season were they off? But Onyx. You know the amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Spanish. Spanish and I, I, I had yeah. no idea who they were. I hadn't seen their season, but I was like, "You look absolutely fantastic," and all of their photos were amazing. I'm like, "I will. I'm going to pay money and get a signed picture from you because I just think you're amazing." And I was like. Hadn't budgeted for that at all. (laughs) I'm still going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, but there's so many just like that. You're like, oh, okay, this is expensive. If we get to go back next year, like, 
for Christmas. I'm just telling everyone just to give me cash. <laughs> just uh, hard cash. To be fair, though, next time when you go, I'll, I'll send a little message for you just to try and get one of the drag queens to actually come on to the podcast as well. That'll be interesting. That'd getting be them great, on the nerdy up north side, but uh, but uh, the seats taken away from you. <laughs> no, no. Like, say, if we could get them on our fucking podcast, it'd be <laughs> caring is caring. But yes, uh, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you guys want to mention as well before we wrap up? I've just realised we've been talking over two hours. So yes, yeah. I haven't complained about enough about Candy Muse. I don't think no. so. Maybe we should have another half hour on that. Uh, um, but she was. Shit. I'm so mean. She I is, really, she really is terrible. Want... She's not a good queen. I, I just really I feel like that's just a whole episode. You could yeah. just do a velvet yeah. hair candy. And mm-hmm. it's horrible though, because anyone I who knows it. me knows that I'm really nice and I'm really fair and I'm very sort of, you know, <laughs> giving the benefit of the doubt. And then it feels weird to genuinely be like, I don't enjoy this at no. all. And it's, you know. <laughs> I do think that's really weird for you. Uh, sat velvet, and watched... yeah. If if you had to choose, who would you rather be stuck in a lift with? Mm-hmm. Candy Muse or Matilda Sparkle? Is, is death an option? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough choice. <laughs> Christ. I, I think I think Candy Muse because she'd just stand there and not say anything yeah. and would probably survive, you know. Mm-hmm. But as Matilda with Sparkles, you don't know who that is. But no yeah, they would not stop. They would be asking me questions for like the whole length of time. And I would just be like, oh, I would literally, I would take the panel off the lift purely to find a live wire to electrocute myself with. That way, you know, that is literally. You've really thought about that. <laughs> yeah. That's... Bless. So, that's so, so, so the next guest on the Nerdy Up Enough podcast. Surprise. <laughs> but yes. But yes. So yes. Any, anything else, guys, before we wrap up there? No, check out our YouTube. Oh, we'll be doing yeah. the we'll be doing the plugs in a second. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> if we're talking, if we're talking about drag, I would say enjoy Drag Race, but mm. turn it off and go and see some in-person yeah. drag. Yeah, because yeah. especially especially UK Drag Race fans, you're literally seeing the majority of London's drag queens. Yes, there's some amazing, amazing drag artists in London, but get the fuck out, get your local bars, watch your local people perform. Mm-hmm. I, you'll see that, more of a show that's the thing i mean for instance in newcastle we have a uh, bobby's bar which basically every two weeks on a wednesday they have an open drag night and it's just like an open mic where basically new performers can come down test uh routines people who've never done drag before wow. can get up and do that and it's a free it's it's free and you can go in and you can enjoy because it's crazy because a lot of people who are very very good local queens who do like actual like paid gigs and whatnot they'll turn up and just perform Mm -hmm. and so it's a great way to sort of see live drag and some of it's insane some Mm -hmm. of it is like what the hell is this performance and it's crazy it's wonderful and then you get some of them where it is just sexy it's like you know Mm -hmm. um death drops it's reveals it's it's a great time but there's so many good things in newcastle and the northeast for drag Mm -hmm. cool for your local drag exactly makes sense so exactly. yes, so as Glenn was pointing out, um, you you do do a lot of work as Graham keeps on telling us. So if you just want to tell us about <laughs> where to find your stuff and what and get all the plugs in, and also I'll ask uh, Graham or someone, or Stu or Glenn uh, to send us messages after this, and I'll put all the links in the descriptions as well 
That'll be down underneath here. Where after did it go? Finished. Down here. Down there. there. Down, down there. there. Yes. Down there. So that'll go in there. So again, if you want to tell us a bit about what you do and where to find you. I nominate Stu for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just glad that I've got a week where I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Always went on. Hold on. Yeah. Wait. Oh. Wait. Is this still working? I thought I'd unplugged yeah. this. Yes, it's still no, working. Oh, you good. Happened. No, I unplugged something. I don't know what it was, um, but it's not my microphone. Someone's so life, life support machine. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Before we do this, can we have a, a guess on what Candy's going to use the other two genie wishes for? <laughs> <laughs> Another <Anyway>. leotard? <laughs> getting, getting out of the house to Varja, finally. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> finding someone to sit with her in the VIP, since that's the only thing that she did, and that was before Drag Race. So... Um, yes, anyway, out of the candy promotion, because she's had enough of that, mm-hmm. um, into our promotion. Uh, so we've got a few different things. It depends what you're into. If you want to just look at lovely pictures of us, you can go to our Instagram, uh, which is just Girl Global, Girl with a URL. Uh, it is on the screen. So if you're watching this video, you can already see it. Yeah. Um, if you go on our Twitter, it's pretty much just everything that we post on Facebook and Instagram in shorter terms, or X as it's now going to be called temporarily until yeah, be careful what you're searching when you put an X sense. in there so <laughs> yeah if you type in X girl global you might just go straight to uh, Velvet's grinder profile but hey, <laughs> that. she's always free for that mm-hmm. um, yeah we've, we've got YouTube um, that's got all of our interviews from DragCon it's got some other little bits and bobs on there that we've done previously as well if you're a big drag race fan you will absolutely love our YouTube page or even our website also, um, it's got totally drag on... stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's totally drag totally interviews. Drag We've got interviews with the contestants from uh, the upcoming Mr. Gay Great Britain and MX Drag Great Britain, where the final is going to be in Anik Gardens in a couple of weeks. Uh, did we put the uh, the rugby guys on there, or are they just on TikTok? We, we will we will be putting some rugby stuff on there. We ha- If mm-hmm. you've still got the interviews, um, there will be a bit of yeah. uh, mm-hmm. rugby stuff going on there as well. Um, obviously, we will be doing more stuff in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got TikTok. It's not regularly uploaded, but there is stuff on there. We've got a few semi-viral TikToks, which are basically just rugby guys taking their tops off. Um, but <laughs> if you're into that and you're feeling thirsty, mm-hmm. go for it. Um, and then we've got the website where there are bits of everything. So we've done some articles for some musicians to promote some music. Uh, we've got written interviews with drag artists. We usually post the podcast on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're currently looking to do some branding stuff. If anyone wants to do anything branding-wise, holler. Mm-hmm. Um, I am your, I'm your go-to. Uh, we have She as well. We have She as well, yes. We're currently releasing every fortnight um, a chapter of a novel, oh. which is written by one of our friends. Um, we're calling it a modern Hannah Montana. Right. So it's about a footballer who is not just in the closet as being gay, he's also in the closet about doing drag. Right. So it's about his journey and self-discovery, his struggle with keeping it hidden. Um, obviously, don't want to give too much away about future sort of mm-hmm. chapters, but it's... you know it's going to go to shit at some point, like yeah. it does in the real world. So it's it a is Graham a little bit of life story now. Was <laughs> I? To be fair, everyone knows I do drag. It's one of these things. But um, I I think the thing is the story is so good because like Mark, that who writes it, is one of the most attractive people I know. And I was just like, oh yeah, I can't wait to read your story. And then I read the chapters as they came out, and I was like. Oh, these are really good. Thank fuck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to tell you that they were brilliant anyway. Editor. You know, on the off hope, 
but I'm just like, oh, this is actually really good. Like it's he he works really well with emotion, and it's that that idea. Like imagine if a premier premiership footballer mm-hmm. A came out as gay and B came out as a drag queen, mm-hmm. how much that would fuck up like sort of supporters Massively. and football fans and the mm-hmm. uproar it would have. And it's it's Ours. great that we've got a little story that we're releasing about mm-hmm. that. Cool. Someone who has read the full first section of the story, because it's going to be ten chapters, and that's like part one of the overall story. It it plays with your emotions a lot. You 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 can get quite invested. Like there's some mm-hmm. nice stuff from when he's younger that turns a bit off. Mm-hmm. There's like things where you think, oh, maybe this is going to progress well, and then without giving you any spoilers. Mm-hmm don't think it's all gonna go well because no. that would be a very boring story this is not a and that's not, how not a fully course. wholesome yeah. heartlifting show no yeah um it also the next chapter that we're releasing um hits on all of the shit in guitar mm-hmm. so it's quite up to date it's quite oh, modern, and it's just mm-hmm. kind of yeah it's very much like mm-hmm. r- realistic like i was gonna say that sounds so my, real yeah, yeah. That my, I, i'm sort of helping edit it um, because as a heterosexual writing about sort of queer culture, mm-hmm. he wanted to make sure that there's not nothing offensive. He's writing it in a way that you mm-hmm. know comes across as realistic. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say I've not had to edit anything, mm-hmm. except for a few spelling mistakes. But that's fine. We all make them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. yeah. Keep tuned. Part two is going to get really dark Amazing. as well. Oh, interesting. Yes. So, so you are the, the busiest uh, nerds in the world in that at the moment. So yes. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. So, like I say, I'll, I'll ask uh, like one of you to please send us all the information, and I will post it in the description for this video as well. Um, for ourselves, like I say, thank you to the chat that stuck with us. Like I say, uh, there's a lot of people that's been chatting away. Um, uh, just a big shout out to first time chat- chatter Molly. It's been, it's always nice to hear from a nice, uh, <laughs> nice, uh, nice milf, shall we say? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone, Molly. But that's fine. It's just to get Chris back there because uh, he's been winding us up in the Discord. But yes, um... <laughs> been lovely having you, Molly. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to make a joke there. Well, that might Even be a line. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, Monst- so tomorrow is Monster Monday. So Sam and Dan Most certainly is. Yeah, so Sam and Dan are uh, have a video premiering at seven pm, uh, all about the Bride of Frankenstein, and um, so see what they've got to say about the one of the more iconic horror uh, monsters that who, there is. Uh, who if... literally has less than five minutes on screen. And we <laughs> yeah. make a whole hour and a bit episode all about it. It's yeah. absolutely riveting, guys. Please come and join us at seven o'clock. It is really fucking funny. It is really good. <laughs> if you How watch... much time is spent on the screaming woman? Oh. Graham. Watch it. Oh, no. I just want to know. I, it's like a trigger warning where if you're going to talk about it, I don't know if I can watch this. It's literally the last two screaming seconds when screen. we remember yes. that she's in it. Oh. <laughs> but yes, and if you're not sick of Graham by now, he'll be returning on Friday night. Um, will you be live on Friday night? Yes, yes, yeah. we're, yes. We're, we're live this Friday. We will be. This will be the most iconic thing in the entire world because we are going to be reviewing the first musical Star Trek episode. Right. Star Trek: Strange New Worlds are pulling a Buffy the Vampire Slayer with an entirely musical episode, mm-hmm. and usually I'd be apprehensive. But with how good season two of Strange New Worlds has been, mm-hmm. we know that they're going to blow it out of the water. So it's just yeah. So join me and Goodwill on Friday at 7.30pm 
and we will be enjoying this crazy madness. <laughs> yes, and that's our finish for July as well. So fucking hell, that this year is flying over. So yep. just to, like I say, I've, I did put some Instagram and some Facebook Live earlier just announcing we are planning another charity event. Uh, yes, after we, are. <laughs> we did it a while ago where we done a live podcast for 12 hours. This one's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to try and do a live stream for 24 hours. It's not just going to be me and Sam involved. There's going to be the team where we will be doing a few hours of the Nerdy Up North podcast. We'll be doing a few hours of Monsters Up North podcast. And we'll be doing a few hours of Trekking Up North podcast. And then we'll there will be some gaming as well. We'll probably get some Phantasmophobia just so we can get uh, oh, a few scares yes. in with the. That's how I met. That's where I first met Graham was a game of Phantasmophobia. <laughs> so that, that'll be involved. <laughs> and I still don't know how to play it. No, neither some, do I. I have just no hide. idea what I'm doing. There'll be some retro gaming as well, and we are going to have some guests on, and we are going to do like we did before. We are going to just open up the channel to the community and say if you've got the balls uh, to come on come and join us and we'll t- ask you doing... questions and see <laughs> see what the fuck can happen but yes random random top fives just shot at you um, and <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely epic it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a 24-hour thing <laughs> yeah so we'll, we'll be sleeping we'll probably be uh, i might even just get bored and just build some lego just for some cracks so. <laughs> there might be some fights like i can't we've not we we spend a lot of time together but mm-hmm. 24 hours together can we do that without fighting i oh. don't know you'll have to tune in to find out <laughs> see if sam can do the full t- full t- uh, two to force this time <laughs> <laughs> but yes anyway so thank you guys for joining us and like if, 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 if anyone in the chat hasn't please follow the girl global on all the social media that they do again like i say i'll post the links up when i can um but thank you guys so thank you take it away, sam. Uh, so same bat time same bat channel Oh, stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.